Welcome everyone to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How is everybody out there in internet land doing? We hope you are doing well. Uh, I am your host with the most, Papa Spice. And as always, I am joined by two of my very best buds, Hans and Harry. And we like to discuss and dissect all things pop culture, but with a specific focus on movies and TV. But not tonight, baby. Tonight. Oh, no. Tonight, we're switching it up. We're flipping the script. We're going somewhere a little different, a little stranger. But before we get into that, we actually have a guest star here on the show. And that guest star is none, none other than one Mr. Dom Das. Dom, say hi to the peeps. Hello, everyone. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And Dom, wow. how uh, well said. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> a man of few words mr Platinum. why don't yes why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so hobbies interests how long you've known us yeah um so i as everyone here has worked at the movie theater which is how i met everyone here in uh papa spices um place and uh and um that's it. All right. Well said. <laughs> you know, what do you like, I like to do, Dom? Yeah, yeah, what are your interests? I like, I like movies. <laughs> I like games. I like... Uh, do you like video games? Yeah, video games, <laughs> okay, board right. games. I want to play a game. <laughs> uh, well, guess what? You you have come to the right place, Mon Frere, because we like to talk movies, and tonight we're talking video games. So thank you so much for joining us. Hands, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm good. I thought I was hoping you go to Harry first. I just put a cough drop in my mouth. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you yeah, doing that was, right now? That was bad. Sorry. I, I, well, you know, no. I, I mean, hey, look, I saw you going you for it. Me. I'm like, well, what I, better actually, time? Before we recorded, I put it in my mouth and I realized we're starting, so I took it out and I put it. And I'm like, all right. It's probably going to go to Harry so, first. Hold on. Hold on. Hold I think on. You went, this I went, this cough drop has gone in your mouth and then twice. out and then back in again? Yeah, I put it on the floor and I let it roll around a little bit and I put it back in. No, I have the wrapper. Put it on. Okay. It's fine. It's, Fair it's, it's effective the same way. It's fine. I'm doing good. Uh, you, got, you know, um, happy December, everyone. We're in the last month by the time you're listening to this. So, mm, yeah. Thank you. I uh, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. All that fun stuff. Um, yeah, I'm actually excited tonight to talk about uh, talk about what we're going to with video games. Um, we we kind of touched on that with video game movies and then steered away from it. Um, I, that's actually all really I've been doing in my spare time. Uh, is catching up on a lot of my backlog, so it's actually nice to discuss, um, you know, a game that we've all played, um, you know, in, in in ample enough time to prep for this, prep for this um, this episode. But yeah, doing good. Shots. It's <laughs> funny. I remember you saying how much your wife and newborn child love that you're focused on <laughs> video games. <laughs> I'm not lying. She was laying on me, and I was playing a couple. I was playing some. It's on a new. It's your wife or your newborn child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's great. A newborn is great because I realized that this happened with Finn when I when I don't even know what I was playing at the time, but this it's it's fantastic because all Riley does is just sleep and eat, and when she's not eating, she's sleeping. She just lays on me, so I can just game and. Watch whatever I want. What a life! Yeah, we you're, watch yeah, money. You're in that. We watched that golden zone. It's great. We we watched Moneyball last night. She loves that movie. Um, and all the Saul movies. It's it's fantastic. What's the guy's name? Billy Bean. Is that Billy it? Billy Bean? Correct. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Great. Well, yeah. I'm I'm happy for you. 
Uh, Hair, how are you doing tonight, pal? I'm I'm fantastic. Uh, Happy uh, Dom's joining us for uh, video game edition of Hot Takes. Um, Long time coming. Listen, I'm really excited to talk about this. It's uh, it's very fresh for me. Uh, I was crushing some crushing some baddies in the game uh, multiple times uh, towards the end there, and uh, just got across the line. But um, very excited. Uh, trying to, I feel like Peter Parker. I feel like Miles Morales. I am juggling work, movies, multiple video games, being married, uh, dealing with you friends that I like to go see movies with. Um, yeah, yeah sounds just like it. them. Exactly. And I, I have a city to save, so I'll be doing that after the pod. So we got to wrap this up, uh, under two. So, uh, that way I can get out there to the city. Gotcha. Uh, well, glad you're doing well. Yeah. We, we kind of skipped over our, our weather report here, but I Thank am God, digging. dude. No, skip it. No, skip no, it. no, 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 no. I'm bringing it back. It's been cold. <laughs> oh, I love, I love the cold weather. Yeah. Not a snow fan. But boy, I love it when the, there's a nip in the air. So, yeah, this is uh, delightfully chilly. Although today it went kind of back out to the 50s and I wasn't vibing with that. But um, Can I ask a yeah. question? And this is and this is a lot of people and, and really quick um, in regards to I, I, you probably sleep with like air conditioning during the, the summer or like when it gets warmer and a ceiling fan. I'm Most sure. people do. I, I think you meant to say year round. Now, and now that we're getting the cold weather, do you sleep with like additional air, like, like a fan, like a ceiling fan and a tower fan? Like it could be Converges. like 10 um, degrees out. Sometimes I will utilize a fan, although it is rare, but most of the time I'll just sleep above the covers. Yeah, okay. to cool off. Just wanted. I don't know if because we we have that ceiling fan running like at three sixty five. Hey, insane. there you go. Sounds like oh, my kind of vibe. I'm gonna come yeah, over and hop in. Bed, it's forty two degrees out. But I will. Nice. I will state for the listeners because uh, Greg does shoot from his from his bedroom palace. Uh, um, all gold, by the way. Um, the and estate. the the problem is is that uh, if you just picture Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mister Freeze, that's exactly what his bedroom looks like. So, um. Yeah, that's the living in a nice cold world. So it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, actually, if you guys hear some clinking, that's just the icicles coming from my beard and mustache as I speak. Yeah, <laughs> you look, you look cozy. You, it fits you. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, hey, we uh, we did our introduction, so I think everybody knows what time it is, and that means it's time. <laughs> The dramatic pause for the news <laughs> from our roving reporter straight to you, our man on the street, Christopher Hanratty, Nobel winning, prize, Pulitzer Prize winning, all the prize, Nobel Prize is the best. He's coming at you with the hot scoop. Roving reporter, man on the street, Christopher Hanratty. That's right, and perfect timing too because uh. the, the cough drop is now gone. I did like chew it, so I'm glad that we're we're at. I'm good. We're, now. A, we're a real <laughs> crack team here. Yeah, we're just we we have it all together. Um, yep. All right. So uh, some quick new stuff. So we got the box office. A uh, couple things that we have. Number one, Hunger Games: Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes is number one again uh, with twenty nine million dollars total of ninety eight million. Uh, it was number one last week. So two newcomers were two and three. Napoleon number two with twenty million and Wish. 
Disney's Wish with 19 million, which was uh, very, very under expectations, or or is it? We'll talk about that in a little bit on uh, the next next news topic. But um, Disney looks like it has another failure on its hands with uh, coming in at number three. Um, I did not see Wish. This is kind of up my uh, family's alley, but we have not seen it yet. Um, and my kid will not watch Napoleon, so I haven't seen that either. Um, number four is Trolls Band Together, which is in its second week. And number five is Thanksgiving, which is in its first week with seven point, oh no, just seven million dollars. So there's a point there. Sorry. Um, shocking. Number six is the Marvels, uh, which six million and it's just, yeah, it'll be lucky if it breaks a hundred million by the time it leaves theaters. But yeah, um, Disney's not looking too good. Um, again, Hunger Games killing it with the, with the box office, but um, I have not seen Napoleon and I've not seen wish and anything else. I've seen, uh, one movie in the top 10 and that's the Marvels. Uh, I'll throw this over to you guys. I know you guys go to movies a lot more than I do. Uh, have you, have you seen Napoleon or wish yet? Will you see wish? When will you wear wigs? When, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. So I'm, I'm not going to address the marvels because we went through all that but as far as the top five goes i have seen zero of those five movies i do really want to see napoleon uh very much so i just have not had the time to go out to see it and thanksgiving is another one um i i i kind of felt like i had missed the boat because i really wanted to see it prior to the holiday however in talking with friend of the show, Tim, last night, he was encouraging me uh, to go see it and and have him tag along for a second viewing. So maybe that'll be in the cards. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's It's kind of like a weird time. And I don't think the box office is super jazzed up right now, but there are there's a lot of content on the way. Dom, any thoughts about the uh, top five here? Yeah. Um, apologies for my nervousness earlier, everyone, audio listeners. Uh, it's all good. It sounded just, great. Just Thank be you. yourself because we're, we're, we're just a big train wreck here, so it's 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 fine. Yeah, the cough drop bit wasn't pulse. scripted. No, that was not scripted. Yeah. I actually, I have a whole yeah. bag of them. So okay. you're probably like, once you guys, once it seems like you guys are going to go on a tangent somewhere, that's probably when I pop another one in. Can Actually, I, I do have a again? gag script, so but Behanz isn't aware of it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I'll start with Wish because I think that's the lowest on my radar. And I haven't even – I can't sit through a trailer of it. I'm just not that interested. I'm sure it's better than I think. I feel like that's usually with the Disney movies uh, when I'm not interested. I still haven't seen Elemental yet. Mm, but, that was another one, yeah. Disappointing. But they're all popping up on Disney Plus so quickly, so I wonder if that's also preventing people from, you know, going to see it. I don't know. Thanksgiving. Heard great reviews from, you know, friends of the show. People on the show. Um, And so I do want to see that as well. And uh, Hunger Games I did see, which I actually really enjoyed. I didn't know what to expect. I enjoyed the trilogy. I enjoyed the books. I felt like by the time the movies wrapped up, Katniss's story, it was kind of, you know, out of um, touch by that time. But I thought it was still a good movie. Uh, well, the you know, Mockingjay. But 
Songbird, I think enough time has passed and makes you curious enough, familiar enough with the uh, universe, I guess, the, the world that it's in, that you're engaged throughout the movie. And was there another one I missed? Oh, the Marvels? Yeah. No, no, uh, Trolls. Yeah, Everybody trolls. needs to know your take on Trolls. You're a big Trolls guy, right? I didn't know there's a Trolls movie. To be honest. <laughs> well, Dom, Dom's there just every throw away my week. fact sheet here. I yeah, the Dom's next one there. coming out. Go ahead. Yeah, you got it. No, you got it. I thought the next one coming out was the Rock Concert, but what was that, like last year? I think it's this they one. They all have rock I, concerts, I yeah. think. Oh, it's <laughs> this one? Trolls World yeah, Stage? World Tour. World yeah, Tour? Yeah. Oh, okay. Band together. Yeah. It, Dom goes to the movies with me pretty much every other week, and uh, just that wasn't on his radar. So uh, that just goes to show what promotion they did for that. So uh, pretty poor. Um, well, I'll, I'll steal it from there. Uh, I've seen four out of the five, so I am the complete opposite almost of hands. Uh, the one I haven't seen is Trolls because uh, I'm not going to see that. I haven't seen the other two. So why jump in on number three? That just seems insane. Um. In regards to, I mean, we we talked about Hunger Games. I think last week, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, worth worth checking out if you're into the series. Uh, Thanksgiving is uh, is a great time if you uh, like Eli Roth movies. If you don't, uh, or you're not up to speed with his type of movie, uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty gory. It's pretty violent. Uh, it's pretty silly, and it's uh, it's a good slasher film. So. Uh, hit all those points. And if you're a Patrick Dempsey fan, like my wife who dragged me out to see it the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, uh, saw wish. Uh, I think Dom hit the nail on the head there a little bit with, uh, the movie being probably better than you think it is, which I think it's, I think it's solid. Uh, it's not gonna, I don't think it'll have legs. Like Dom also said, it'll probably be on, you know, streaming before you know it, uh, probably sometime after the holiday just to get in all those homes. And that's probably when hands will watch it. So that works out perfectly. It's probably when, uh, Aria will also be watching it, Greg. So, so there you go there for that one. Um, and then as far as Napoleon, uh, gotta be honest. Um, you could probably wait till Apple TV. Uh, I wouldn't bust down the doors. It's solid. The fight, uh, scenes are really cool. Uh, especially I saw it in IMAX. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't hit for me. So I think it's worth waiting on, uh, especially if there's going to be a different cut on, uh, on apple tv uh so yeah that one was kind of a mid-tier movie for me so uh yeah that's that's my thoughts on the on the box office so um Mm. kind of a kind of a weak thanksgiving i i think listen you know chris had mentioned in the beginning there you know the the disney downfall i mean listen if this was inside out 2 releasing over this weekend i think we're having a completely different conversation uh but yeah they released wish and it's solid. It's got all the Disney magic in it. And uh yeah, sorry. Uh I did I just threw my computer across the room. Um apologies. Uh got a big wish yeah. fan here. Yeah, get wish out of here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so listen. Well but yeah. What be- what better segue? This is this is perfect. We don't have segues this Indeed. this good on this show. We usually just jump wherever whatever we go to. Hey, next. you're 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 the man, Hans. You're hey, the, I'm, the I'm best, I learned man every on the week. streets. I learn every week. Just Nobel improve, Prize winning, improve, as Papa said. Improve my skill. I'm like Jim Gardner. Um, I, I anyone who is not familiar uh, for our overseas listeners, Jim Gardner is like a legend in Philadelphia. So that's just, um, that's what I strive to be for the podcast world. Um, mm. I just ruined the segue. So um, the Jim Gardner of podcasts. Love it. <laughs> Jim Gardner has a podcast. So 
that does role he? might be taken. I think so. Ah, he probably does. All his <laughs> all his old retired people just move to the podcast try try and be mm. younger. Um so yeah, just as we were talking about a couple couple things ago, especially with Wish, Marvels, um Bob Iger uh came out and I can't tell if he's just trying to uh start his villain origin story in this country with um with some of his comments recently. I'm not sure if he just wakes up and says, "Who am I going to piss off today?" because it just seems like since in the past like 2 months Every time he talks, it just makes someone mad. Uh, and he was a beloved Disney figure um, uh, this time last year when everyone was asking for him to be back. Now it's kind of like, when's this guy leaving? But he just signed a new contract. But he did come out and say a couple things just in regards to Disney struggles, which was one of them was um, that he acknowledged that Disney uh, focused too much on uh, too much on their messaging and not enough quality of story. So this is coming from the same studio that created a movie, uh, you know, called inside out that had messaging and good storytelling, uh, Zootopia, which, you know, they, they have a good, I'm just thinking, uh, you know, elemental, you know, you can, it's, it's, I know it's a crazy thing for Bob, for Bob, I got to understand. You can do both. You can have messaging and good storytelling. They come from your studios, but he decided to just throw the fact that a lot of people, are starting to, uh, for lack of a better term, cancel Disney because they are becoming, uh, I'm putting quotes because we're not on video, too woke with some of their stuff. Um, I know that Lightyear got a lot of criticism for one tiny scene that was probably um, maybe a half a second long um, when they had, um, there was the, I guess, I guess it was the first same-sex kiss in Disney movies. And then there was uh, an openly gay character in, um, what was that movie called? Strange Times, Strange World. Do you guys remember yeah. that one? Yeah, Strange World. Strange, yeah. Strange World. Another then, one that just uh, came and went. And then, yeah, I know it's actually um on Disney Plus. Well, I I think it's been on Disney Plus for like four years. It seems like um, and then um Elemental, which was uh Disney's first binary character. Uh, guess what? Two of those three movies that I've seen are great. Elemental is a great movie. Um, you know, just going back to like Inside Out, Disney does. This is what Disney does. And they, they, they tell their stories and they, they can get messages through. Um, and it kind of came in a weird a weird time for him to say that because Disney is kind of getting rocked by the box office. Uh, I don't think they've had, other outside of Guardians, a big hit this year. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong because um, Spider-Verse was Sony. They have no affiliation. They're really going to hope that like they get some of that Madam Web money, <laughs> um, which they probably won't. That's a, that was a dumb joke. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, you mean the $12 yeah. for my ticket? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he said a couple other things, especially talking about Marvels too, is um, which a little shock to my knowledge with this one is when he talked about uh, one of the reasons that it failed was because not enough executives and higher ups were uh, were on set and they were filming it during COVID. They, I'm sorry. I didn't think they were filming this movie three years ago. Um, I thought they were filming it as of last year. Um you know, and they're continuing, other people are continuing to throw Nia DaCosta under the bus. Um, and it just, you know, it, coming from a beloved figure in Disney who's now, it seems like it's this is his Joker origin story, um, is it just, it's incredible. And he's just kind of making excuses at this point. Um, and this is just all within the past 24, 48 hours that he just decided to open his mouth um, to please other people who I feel like he needs to explain why they're failing. And it just seems, in my opinion, just, BS excuses, um, but I don't know. Um, Harry, what about you? I'll throw it to you first. What are your thoughts? On on your man uh, ba- Bog Iber? 
Bar, bar, oh yeah, bar, yeah. Sorry, I was so for, for those bar, at home, that's, uh, those <laughs> that's our reporter's uh, notes there for it. Uh, I know, quick. I know that's you got to get them scoops out, my guy. Um, usually we have our editor to take care of it, but uh, he's <laughs> off what? today, so I only Spell need check, one person. No there, there only needs to be one person who knows who needs to the, the, to encrypt that, and that's me. Yeah. I'm going to put it, I'm going to no, put I all mean, my notes in binary next time. <laughs> listen, listen, I, you know, Bobby, uh, was brought back to, to try and get the ship back because he was, you know, there when they acquired Marvel and Star Wars and they were in a buy, buy, buy mode, um, as far as, you know, getting all of the IP, uh, and now, you know, they've had some, had some downtime, which, you know, I don't, it's kind of one of those things where like, I don't really care what he has to say. I mean, he's got to come out and make the shareholders happy or talk about, you know, the things that he thinks they need to do better and get whatever agenda he wants across in a more public forum. Uh, but I just, there, there's no doubt in my mind that the product needs to be better, um, especially coming from all, all divisions. That doesn't mean I need Star Wars Episode Ten. I don't need Inside Out Two, Toy Story Five. Uh, there's great original stories to be told. I think, you know, there's a lack of ability to want to tell those stories because, you know, even in a movie like Wish, there's a star that's super cute, easily marketable. You can send it out as many plushies as you want for it. So. You know, I think when you talk about the brand there, uh, you know, and having, you know, the mer- like it all has to flow. And they're so big that sometimes I think sacrifices have to be made to continue to move the ship in all the right directions. But uh, I would like to see uh, some better content, but I'm not really putting any stake in into his words. You know, I, I, that's not for me. That's more for probably internally at disney and what they need to do differently um but that's my two cents papa what about you so yeah it is it is weird to see just one year ago this guy was being hailed and and rejoiced in the streets and now here he is like uh, yeah uh number one with a bullet but look what he said is totally inaccurate in that this isn't a problem with executive oversight lacking or um, creative not being creative enough. The problem is they just want to monetize every single IP. And look, I get it. You know, you're a corporation. You bought this stuff for big money. You want to get what you can out of it. But When's the last time we even had a Star Wars movie? Been a couple years, right? Yep. When was the last time we had a good Star Wars movie? Even more years. When's the last time? Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones got a sequel. Shut up. (laughs) Indiana Jones got a sequel nobody asked for, right? Marvel pumping out way too much content. And guess what? Executive oversight, that ain't the problem. Because if anything, those movies are too overproduced. Or or just overproduced, I should say. So what he said, I, I do feel he was saying that, like you said, Harry, to to reach the shareholders. 
my concern is if he's actually buying what he's selling. If he believes yeah. that stuff, then Disney is headed down a uh, uh, a path of more loss. If um, if he was just saying that for the shareholders and he doesn't truly believe that, then cool. You know, maybe we can turn the ship around. But either way, they've got to let people have their creativity and let it flow and dial back on the amount of content. It's just, it's way too much. And when you're pumping out nonstop stuff, of course your track record is going to fail eventually. Can't keep batting a thousand forever. It's not going to happen. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Time will tell. One other thing I will note, Pixar movies tend to have a message. I would say, uh, or at least they did in the past, but Disney movies straight up, like, I don't think that started until probably like the, the 2010s. I think prior to that, I wouldn't say they had messages so much as like common themes. Yeah. So I'm, I, and I don't agree at all with, with Iger's statement, but, um, as far as like focusing on getting messaging in there and stuff, but, um, I do think that's a recent thing for Disney. For Pixar, they've been doing it a bit longer. So, I don't know. Um, Dom, what are your thoughts on <laughs> the terrible Mr. Iger? Yeah, so what did he say? That they need to focus more on the quality than the messaging in their movies? Yeah. So basically, it was it was that they were just too busy pleasing um, certain certain people with certain like 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 some of the examples that I put like with Lightyear and including okay. like gay characters and 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 non-binary characters towing around <laughs> and yeah. did he also say more recently well less recently but like before this uh they're noticing that they need to do quality over quantity yes yeah he did say that that was yeah. a couple that was last month that's why i said like i think this is the point where he just keeps saying things and they're like yeah all right, yeah. So he did say that there, that like Star Wars and it was 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 had too much out there, uh, and 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 Star Wars is now releasing like five things next year, so they're they're on a tra- good track record so far. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like I don't know if COVID just impacted Disney so badly, and Disney Plus maybe with you know all the inundated shows and everything they're releasing, maybe there's they they just lost you know the train's derailing or something because I think where the quality that we all loved with Marvel movies and, and star Wars, they're just, you know, they have so many cards in their hands and they want to play everything and they're not picking and choosing what is well thought out, what is well written. I think maybe it's the investors they want to please. I think the same thing with Disney world where people were really unhappy with all the choices they were making with that, where um, like the genie pass and taking away shuttles, I think from the airport to the hotel, just making cuts everywhere and making a horrible overpriced Star Wars themed hotel. I heard it's a good hotel, but it was just overpriced. So, which is closed I, already, right? Yeah. And it, it, is, it is slated in September, right? September. No, it is closed. Okay. And I think, I don't know if they demolished it or what they're doing, but it is it is 
it is I think September was the last person that had the last reservation that was there, but it's no longer Bro, operational. If they demolished it all. I don't know if they demolished oh. something tells me they might not have demolished it, but they might be they might be working on something else, like another experience with I, it, but it's not a hotel. Gotta be honest, I oh. kinda am hoping for like an apocalypse, zombie apocalypse tomorrow, and I can go like just hang out at the if it's still up at the Star Wars Galaxy Hotel and just, just live squat. there. Squad. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It does look uh, pretty cool, but it was it was very, it was like credits. it was like three grand per person. Like no matter, it wasn't matter yeah. if your kid was like yeah, two or twenty two. Who's got that money to just throw around? Definitely not me. They were going in the right direction too with Galaxy's Edge and 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 things. And they, yeah, they, I well said, was let's there push that envelope right off the table? <laughs> was there a Star Cruiser in California or was it just? I think it was just Orlando. To my I knowledge, think so too. yeah, yeah, that was that was that was a waste of money. That, that was a, that was a swing and a miss. Just a bit outside. So I'll just close out, I guess, my thoughts on on this. Where I think they're trying to please, you know, their investors, shareholders, where they need to see an increase every single year. So they're just trying to change things from the system that worked because maybe COVID slowed things down and they weren't getting their increase every year like they were. I don't know what it is. I I don't know. Hmm, Fair enough. We're now a universal family because of all of Disney's choices. Oh, dude, no, no shot. I no wish. Shot. I wish. Somewhere in the multiverse. Hold on, let me let You're me go out pull there, the Halloween Horror Nights every year. Let me go pull the Disney baby clothes that Jill just bought today because she's so out of it too. Yeah, let me let me go get those. Yeah, we're we're done. We're no way. Got so. it. And the last piece of news, a little bit of news I got, uh, just came out today. The Oscars, which are coming on March tenth. Uh, announced they're actually getting getting started a little bit earlier today, which means Harry, uh, you got to make sure your house is clean and everything for your Oscar ah, party shoot. a little bit earlier. Make sure you know, make sure everything's right. Uh, they are starting at seven p.m., which afterwards uh, we'll get an hour long episode of Abbott Elementary. Uh, two things: I love Abbott Elementary. I'm not staying up till like 10, 11 o'clock to watch an hour of it. I'll just watch it the next TBR, day. So that's man. Really not It'll gonna, be fun. Yeah, exactly. That's not going to affect my time whether or not I watch Oscars or not. Um, but yeah, the Oscars are uh, this year are, are being hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, which uh, and refresh my Harry memory, he, he did not he did not do last year, right? Or did they have a host last year, or he did it and I don't remember. Can you can you fill me in? Do you remember? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a host last year. Was it him? Yeah. There was a host, but I don't think it was him. Uh, I think no, you're right. Like- you're right. They did take a year off. They took a year off from him, and I whatever. Last whatever. year wasn't. Wait, no, that was the year before. Never mind. No, two yeah. years ago they didn't have a host, right? Whatever year it was. No, yeah, the year recently. the year before was this. That was the slap. The slap was um two years ago. Oh yeah, the, Chris Rock. The Chris Rock hosted. Right. Wait, did he host or was he presenting? All right, we're getting way off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, but that was two years ago, and I think this year. Let's talk about. I think the last year. Oscars. Yes. So this year, Jimmy Kimmel will now be hosting. Um, again, um, I know there were. Years in the past, they did without a host, and a lot of people kind of wanted that instead. Um, so now they're adding it back in, and the show's probably going to be four hours, and Abbott Elementary will be on at midnight oh at this point. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I, I know – I just this is brand brand spanking new. Um, you know, we don't even have nominations or anything yet, but I'll just kind of – what are your, your thoughts? This got this got to be good news. Anything that starts early – earlier at least for me is good news like it, good news within like two and a half three hours i'm good um yeah what, come on Harry. you're gonna you're gonna have everything ready or yeah. are we still starting at eight 
Yeah, listen, we'll we'll start at seven. I won't, uh, you know, start it and pause it, and then you know, jump from there and make you guys come over at eight. No, I mean th- that's great. Listen, as as Papa well knows, as a big wrestling fan, when you when you have people over for an event on a Sunday, it's always tough. You don't want it to run to eleven p.m. midnight. People got to get to work the next day, uh, so it's it's always it's always a challenge. Uh, so yeah, starting at seven, hopefully getting over by ten ten ish. I think it's a more reasonable time. I think it makes all the sense in the world. I hope it continues uh, every year from now on. Uh, I wouldn't even be upset with six, um, you know, kind of treat it like the Super Bowl, um, go, you know, in that weird twilight-ish hour. Um, but yeah, no, this is great news. Um, and uh, I can't wait to see your rejection that you won't be at the party, but I'm happy Dom and Papa will be there hands. So oh, I appreciate it. I went last year. Were you there until closing time? or I was not. No. Right, so this year you will be. That's why it's exciting. So yeah, I just wanted to give you a hard time. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I have. I, I now have no valid excuse of leaving this yeah. party early. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a new uh, let me just say, Let me just say, as the the elder of this particular group, I am so excited by this. Uh, when I read the news earlier, I threw my walker up in the air. I proceeded to bust my hip i fell down my <laughs> medicaid bracelet wasn't working so i said help i've fallen and i can't get up janet had to come in and get me but anyway no i am genuinely excited because yeah this stuff does run long man like why not get it started earlier let's go let's go as far as the um jimmy kimmel stuff no thanks can we get a new host <laughs> is it too late right. uh I, look, I'm not opposed to having a host. I don't like Kimmel. I don't know. He just he always comes off, off as like smarmy and unfunny. I like Kimmel. Whatever. Wow. I guess right. I'll have to so, endure. So we have disagreed. I love Jimmy Kimmel. Like I, I he's like yeah, one of my tracks. favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy him as well. Uh, look at that. Look at that. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are, uh, yeah. just, what are your I'm thoughts on the? What are your thoughts on the announcements? I've just got blacked now. We're gonna get oh, oh, match a year. Yeah, he's he's playing Mass Effect One on PS2. Jesus. Uh, All right, uh, Dom. What are your thoughts on the Oscars announcements? Yeah, I just want to note that the hosts last year were Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall. Oh, that oh, was that yeah. Year. Oh, they did the three. Oh, That's right. Listen, I gotta, I gotta be honest. When I am, uh, look at, look at Dom. Got more reporting than our our reporter. So hands, you've been replaced. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Dom, listen, would when, you like to be a man on the street? <laughs> yeah. Listen, when you when you host an, when you host an yes, Oscar party, it's hard to recall uh, what uh, what is all happening because you're just stressed about your guests on. having a wonderful time. It's like it's a wedding. Yeah. The the earlier time, I think, is always great. I always think the Super Bowl should be earlier, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, Super Bowl's fun. West Coast always uh, gets the best the the sunlight for these events. So our friend of the show, Frank, make sure you set your alarm clock earlier for this Oscar <laughs> season. And uh, I, I know it's a, it's a good time. Jimmy Kimmel, I also think he's got a great like celebrity interaction. I think a lot of celebrities like him. So I think it's like a nice... He can be pretty smart and quick and and um, clever with everyone. So, no. It's usually the first. That's Ring him. And Guillermo? Clever. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. I hope, I hope he brings out some mean tweets. Uh, you know. Yeah. That's something that could be fun to see at the Oscars. But, yeah. Looking forward to it. Uh, right. Looking forward to it. 
Uh, really quick, I had one other thing of news that I was just going to include. I thought it was funny. I saw on Twitter earlier, but I'm not going to. Uh, someone had released the first image from Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. Uh, and just the picture from Brendan Fraser and The Whale that was floating around for like two years. It was the same one. But uh, that was going to be a dumb joke. Uh, so I'll turn it back over to you, Greg. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I thought much. it would have been funny. <laughs> I thought it would be funny. I'm like, man, yeah, I know you guys would have been like, what the hell is he talking about? But then you just did it anyway. Yeah, you I just know. sat here and explained. <laughs> I know. It too. I was gonna do it naturally. Like not like I was gonna like mm. kind of just add it right in. I would have preferred I the natural. Friends, being honest with fans, uh, we provide I thought it was the, funny. the choicest quality content here on this show. Mm. So thank Don't you. Talk to you. I'm, I'm gonna need a cough drop. Don't talk. <laughs> Award to me. winning. Award winning. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for the news. Uh, roving reporter, man on the street, the boy, hands. The boy. Yes, so um, as alluded to earlier, we're going to discuss our main topic now, which is the brand new, by brand new, I mean month, maybe two month old game, uh, Spider-Man 2, or Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Uh, Hans, what are your thoughts? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> just wanted to catch you off guard. Yeah, so uh, Spider-Man 2 recently Trying to find the released. We all got a chance to play through it, some of us more recently than others. Um, but yeah, uh, I think, you know, just generally, general feedback kicking it off was pretty much positive across the board, uh, right? I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of stuff we're going to dive into, but um, seemed to be a uh, at least a very solid continuation in the franchise um from the previous spider-man game and then uh miles morales so i just want to go through some of my initial thoughts in in playing the game and then we can kind of bounce it around and go through what everybody has um game starts off and you've got a, a huge fight against the sandman and i thought the fight was pretty well done but i gotta say um I was a little disappointed Sandman didn't have, I guess, more involvement in the story. There's a little side quest involved where you're collecting pieces of the Sandman uh, throughout the city. And it references his daughter, Kemia. And you're probably going to hear this a lot from me. And I, I hate to... I hate to be that guy, but uh, there's a, a really great storyline in the comics involving Kenya, and it would have been nice to see that play out throughout this. And instead, all we get is a uh, just a mention or a couple mentions, really, and and that's all. She's just alluded to, and Sandman's doing his Vegas. Oh, Kenya, I wish I could be there for you. They're coming for me. And all this stuff, and it just—I uh, don't know—it it felt wasted. There's... Should we should we have a comic book siren every time you want to go off here, Greg? Do you, do you yeah, get something absolutely. There? I uh, get ready to jam that yeah, that bad um, boy because it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen a lot. So I don't know. That was that was disappointing. Uh, you, one of the big bads in in the game is Craven the Hunter, and I gotta say, I. Normally, I'm very much a traditionalist when it comes to, like, aesthetics and suit design and all that stuff. Like, the stuff, these characters are classic for a reason, right? Uh, I actually really liked Craven's design in this. There was one thing that was a little goofy, which was that 
massive skull pauldron on his shoulder and it was just like tied around by an elastic armband or whatever it was a little hokey for me but everything else i liked it 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 was close enough to the original costume but also uh updated somewhat uh modern and he was pretty big and imposing craven for the most part is you know uh, just a roided up dude but um but they actually made him out to be a bit of a threat in the game and i really like that so kudos to the designers on craven's design great one um, for aaron taylor johnson yeah yeah <laughs> exactly well we'll see if he sticks the landing there can't wait yeah uh another villain that we had and you know i, I just want to talk about the design we'll get more into the story a little bit later but uh venom so obviously you know venom is one of the the big points in the game and and you know how we deal with him and I liked the black suit design for Spider-Man, but Venom's actual design, it just, I don't know why they can't hit the mark with it, whether it's here or in the movies, it just, it doesn't work for me. And it's really weird because there's a whole other character, again, in the comics, um, called Agent Venom, and he he's like the third or fourth holder of the symbiote after eddie brock it's it's actually flash thompson um and he he rocks the venom costume the way harry does more towards the beginning where it's it's kind of like almost military gear looking and they do that here which would be cool if they were doing an agent venom storyline but it's got nothing to do with anything it just they pilfered that design and it's i guess part of the evolution or whatever it's just none of the stages of the Venom costume outside of when it's on Spider-Man as the black costume work for me. Um, so I wasn't huge on that. And one other thing real quick with Venom, they ditched his weakness to fire. And that was a really strange choice for me. It's like the symbiote is already way overpowered. Um, I don't know why you would get rid of one of the two things that can actually hurt it. Probably because they wanted to have scenes with explosions and him walking through and making it look cool. But it's like, I don't need that. Like, Venom can turn invisible. I don't think they did anything with that in this. Probably because they were afraid of stepping on Miles. Venom doesn't trigger Spider-Man's spider sense. I don't think that happened in the game either. So it's kind of weird that they just kind of pick and choose these elements to discard. and. uh I think for the sake of just making it kind of like a big action movie. Those are just some initial design thoughts. Um, oh, actually, you know what? Let's talk about our main characters real quick. Peter yeah, and about, MJ. Let's talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> Peter and MJ, two of the uh, the characters. Oh, man. These character models were awful. Awful. I did not like the way Peter looked. He doesn't. I think. The great thing about Peter is that he's got a very average, uh, or I should not average, but um, general look, you know, white guy, brown hair, uh, doesn't have to, you know, be anything specific, but they didn't make him look great in here. <laughs> he doesn't look like 
a good or attractive person. And uh, likewise with MJ, who, you know, granted her character's different. She's not a supermodel in this universe, but that's one of the things with MJ is like he always the allure of it is somebody that's way out of Peter's league that he he manages to land. She takes notice of him and pursues him um which is what makes it great it's a it's a total hey you hit the jackpot thing here she is just um very average i'll say that very very plain they didn't do much to spruce up her stuff and i hate Damn. to even bring this stuff up because you know i don't i don't want to be shallow and also i think they probably modeled these a little bit after the voice actors i think i read that somewhere and i didn't I didn't look into it, but I just felt like for character models, they're not, um, they're very real world and not, uh, not spruced up, not Hollywood enough for me. So anyway, those are initial thoughts on character design. I want to toss it to you guys. Um, hands, how about you? All right. So I'm going to just start. I'm going to kind of counter your, your Venom thought, uh, really quick, sure. just while I have it fresh. I actually, out of any variation that we've seen in terms of, uh, I'm not going to include the animated series because uh, I feel like that anim, like that suit looked like a, like a latex suit. It looked, but animation was different than it was 20 years ago than it was, than it is now. Um, and with all the CG that they have, um, I really, I dig this design of Venom. I really do love it. I, I, I know it's not typical, you know, it's not, it's not, it, it's definitely sticks out a little more from the other designs that we've seen, like the Venom movie, the Toby, like Spider-Man three, um, trying to think of other times we've seen Venom, um, like outside of like some other Spider-Man Venom games. movies. <laughs> I said, but yeah, the Venom movies. Yeah. Oh, okay, I started yeah. off, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I would, I would only start off with the best. Um, which is the Venom movies. Um, nice. And we talked about that. I, and I don't know if we talked about it on the show or, or last week or, or in person, but or so, it might have been text message where you had mentioned just how uh, or we were talking about how the design of the Venom, like someone was talking about on Twitter and you were like defend or like went at them. Oh, yeah. For the, the movie. Yeah. For, yep. um, mm -hmm. for Let There Be Carnage or whatever one. Um, yep. This I just I, I really dug what how the, the suit looked now. Uh, this is Venom after he turns into Venom, not Harry. Harry in the black, the regular black suit after he actually turns into Venom. I, I like, I like how it looked just more looked more natural on him, where it just it looked more than more than just a suit. Like you could see like veins in it. Like there was just a lot of detail, like where it just seemed it seemed more menacing and more scary than than we've seen it in the past. Um, and this is a Venom that we I've at least. I don't know if I've I've actually sat through the Venom movies, but I'm, I know he like eats people. But like for this kind of like like in video games and all, like he like he's violent. He's and and you know he's eating people like just destroy. When you get the playism, is probably the best part of the game in my opinion, where you're just running through the building for like Oscorp and just destroying everything. Um, but I I do like I. He just seems like just a huge menacing monster that that the movies and that you, they didn't really, I felt like it, he just didn't look right there. He just looked like a regular black, like a, like a mon, like a tar monster. I don't even know what that is, but I just made that up. 
Um, but I just feel like this, like with design, I love the logo with it of how it goes, like how, like just how they included that with, with Venom. Um, but I liked it. I, I thought it was more intense than we've seen before. Um, and I honestly thought leading up to this, that, and, and you had mentioned how Harry becomes Venom, that Craven was actually going to become Venom because of just the way he looked in, in some of the previews that we got leading up to it. And he looked, and I know like he does look in any other version that we've seen much like big and brute and you know i just thought leading up to it i thought it was going to end up being craven they were going to kind of pull a 180 which they i guess they kind of do from venom's origins in the comics um but i i loved it craven's design was good it was was really cool i'm not too familiar with craven i i know he's in the animated series and and you know i saw the trailer for the taylor the aaron taylor johnson one and I'm trying to think wherever i've seen craven that's a tough villain to do i feel like and I, I I would love to see him include it in the MCU. Uh, now I hope if they do it, it's just completely redone and it's original and it's not Sony related. But um, I, I always from the little bit that I know of him, um, you know, I really thought uh, he looked great. He sounded like the the actor sounded great. I, I loved it. Um, I'm gonna go just with <laughs> with the designs for Peter and and um, and MJ. Uh, I, Peter didn't bother me too much. Uh, it's I know there was a lot of stink in the first one when they changed the face to him and it was Yuri Lowenthal and they changed it to make look more like Tom Holland. Um, and I don't really care about that. I, and in all honesty, this is just – Spider-Man could look like Danny DeVito and I'd still would like love this game and I'd still play – and I'd still be all in. Like he – you know, we are like sloth from the Goonies. That would be like – that's – it doesn't matter to me. But <clears throat> I will say that there is definitely – a a big variance from MJ in the first game to MJ here. And it's a completely I and to your point of whether or not they they changed and went towards the voice acting or if it was a different voice acting for Mary for Mary Jane. She does not look she's actually looks better in the first game than she does in this. She looks more like a video game. Like other characters they feel like they didn't put too much into the design of their human characters. Like Venom they did really good. Spider-Man they did good with the character design. But I just feel like Harry, MJ, and Peter all looked really just weird. I guess more like like a PlayStation 4 type, like early PlayStation 4 type graphics. It didn't seem right. But the rest of the game mm. floats so well. So I don't know what they did to change that. And even with PlayStation 5, it didn't – I feel like it didn't – it enhanced everything else except them. I didn't – and and, Mer, and Mer, MJ's face just seemed – it seemed like even when she was talking, she wasn't. She was kind of just like, I don't know, like very motionless. I, I, and, you know, she doesn't actually look good until she turns into another character. I don't mean like look good, like, you know, I, when she turns into a character like towards the end of the game. Um, it just, I don't know. It was just, it was just weird. Like I, I, I want to kind of read up more a little bit on just the choices and why they designed them differently. Peter, I didn't, didn't bother me too much. MJ was the big one because I thought like in the first one, she definitely looks a lot better than, than this. It was definitely a downgrade. And Harry, we didn't see him in the first game, so we can't really make that judgment on him. But I don't know. It just seems like those three, they didn't really care about their faces and and rendering her correctly. It just seemed like they were just like popped. It seemed like that was the last thing they did where they're like, all right, the game's coming out in two months. We don't have their faces set. Let's just pop something on. So, I hope Dom. Not. Dom, what about you? You're uh, you were probably the first to pl- 
I, and and I, I'm sorry, I, I got to get reference when I called you Mr. Platinum earlier. Um, yeah. You probably out of any out of probably play the most there, like I, I guess variety most variety of games. And 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 for those you don't know, for PlayStation, if you platinum, you get all the trophies uh, that will get you nowhere really in in any kind of advancement. And and yeah, I can't, you can't put them on a job resume. You can't do it. Oh, like no, I, I'm 100 percent putting yeah, them on resumes. Like maybe. yeah, when I go apply for my next job, I can't put. Platinum Spider. I my I've platinum two games in my life. Platinum Lego um, Marvel's Avengers two. But <laughs> I will say that it does. It, it as a gamer, it feels good to do that. And you've probably done that the most out of any of us. Um, I don't know. What are your What were your thoughts with this? Uh, with character design? Um, any Any initial thoughts when you first When you first because we we were all excited for this, and we you know three of us played it almost right away. So, what about you? Yeah. Thanks for the uh, the nice segue, and uh, so I'll mention uh, what Greg mentioned uh, briefly before the character designs with the Sandman uh, bit. I, I agree with Greg. I feel like some of the other side missions we'll get into later. I'm sure where you're getting this build up of a story, and then it you get the the knot tied at the end, and that's it. And are you ever going to see them again? You know, you don't know. Um, so they could have done more with that, but I also feel like this game has so much involved in it that they just probably want to throw out however many Easter eggs they can, you know, tie-ins to other characters they can for us to, you know, get. Because I'm sure, you know, the fans have been waiting a while. They're they're hungry for as much as as much Spider-Man as you know they can have. Uh, so for the designs, Craven, I'm on board with you. Um. Papa and hands. I thought he looked really cool. Pretty uh, intimidating, and and the voice acting was good. He's one character model where I think is well done. I think this game kind of suffers from even like the NPC characters, where it just looks so outdated from other games I've played. I would say like Horizon Forbidden West. Those character models, everyone you talk to looks so uh, crisp and clear and and real. And I understand there's probably some drawbacks with the, them focusing on the traversal and the speed and the city and everything. So I'm sure there's some technical aspects to that uh, design choice, decision choice. Uh, Venom, I thought he was awesome, cool huge it was i kind of wanted more of him to be honest i feel like i feel like this game also kind of just real quick i feel like it does such a good job of building up with that with the pacing to the build up and then the climax happens and i think things just get resolved so quickly that you don't get to spend enough time with what you were building up to because i was so into everything all the little things all the flashbacks and and the uh, walking simulator sections where once it happens, it's just action after action after action where I feel like you don't spend enough time. Um, so I feel like with Venom, we didn't get much of Venom, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but I thought he looked really cool. I don't have as much, you know, uh, background as Greg uh, might with in the comics and and uh, other Venom designs. Not many do. You're fine. 
<laughs> but uh, I thought it was cool. I like the tongue bits they added in and his jaw unhinging, I think, is uh, really cool. Uh, where I feel like the recent movies haven't really uh, did that with the jaw and the teeth. Mm-hmm. Peter MJ. So I remember being initially upset when, from the first Spider-Man game, they like changed the character model for Peter just because it's a good game with a good story and get so attached to it. Where you just change it and it's like a new person you got to get used to. You got to you know start from ground zero again. But I actually uh, replayed through the old games before this one, and you know got more familiar with this Peter. I think he looks looks good. I don't really have general complaints. Um, I think the joke is it's a little too like Tom Holland with the familiarity of how he looks, but I think he's pretty good. Um, MJ is actually the same character model that they used. I guess they just changed her hair. Mm. Um, Ladies I do think and gentlemen, it's, we got him. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, it just, I, that, and that's like... that's And that's actually... By um, that's Laura Bailey who does the at least yeah, does the yeah. voice. Oh really? Which, um, I didn't know she does the yes. voice. Yes. Yeah, so I, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, Doc. God. No, you're right. Um, so the voice actors and the character models they're they're separate. Um, because they have the same voice actors, I think for gotcha. almost everyone. But the character model for Peter changed, and I think everyone else is pretty much the same for the 3D mo- for the character modeling. But yeah, with MJ, I don't know. I don't know if like. The physics of her hair, where it was like always stuck in that place. I remember also kind of a complaint with her in the first game, where like her side bangs, they would just never move. They like were glued to her yeah. head. So, I mean, but I don't, I don't really have a problem, you know, because I got my girl Felicia in the game. So yeah, like <laughs> something baby. else, uh, you know, to look forward to. Who I think. Looks great in this game. Looks great in the DLC for the first game. I would say because you guys didn't talk about her, but I think the, the only thing I didn't like was like the her outfit with the um the hair hanging off or whatever, like on her sleeves and stuff. Mm. And then who else did you guys talk about? I think that's pretty much it. Oh, I'll also say I think Jonah looks kind of funny. Doesn't really look like Jonah, I would say, but. Other than that, uh, on to your hair. Yeah. No, thanks, Tom. Um, I just want to want to start off by uh, saying I, I really enjoyed this game. Uh, the stray bullets that have been coming at me uh, is I literally finished this game about, uh, I don't know what time we're at at the pod, but minus 20 from that, and that's when I finished this game. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy Folks, to he's hear. lying. You can't see this. He's actually playing it right yeah, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a cut scene. Give me five. Give me five. Um, no, uh, I, I'm happy Dom got to a point that I felt with the story, and I only thought this – I was hoping it wasn't me, but it did kind of feel like we jumped up a level pretty quickly where we kind of got some backstory, which with Harry and MJ – and, you know, we're, we're getting backstory on Miles and, and where he is. Um, and it's stuff that, like, I feel as though if you're anything in the Spider-Man world, you kind of already know. Um, like, don't get me wrong, the school mission with Harry and, and Peter is is a lot of is a lot of fun. It's a nice little side, you know, quest that I think uh, 
listen, it, it's not groundbreaking, but I, if for the emotion of the game, it builds towards it. And when they go to the carnival, the three of them, like that's pretty, you know, fun. If even if it feels feels a little tedious, but then we just kind of jump into like Harry's Venom, you know, and with you know without jumping too far in the story, and it just all escalates from there. Um, you know, where we got the suit off of Peter, the black suit, so you know, we're jumping off from there. Uh, you know, but we're here to, we're here to kind of, you know, as I mentioned, I really enjoyed the game, but you know, we're kind of here to kind of critique it a little bit. I mean, I don't think any of us here disliked the game. Um, as far as the design stuff, I gotta be honest. I don't really care. Um, if I'm being honest, they, I will say when I think about a lot of the Sony PlayStation games, uh, you know, since today is, you know, kind of our video game day, I think of The Last of Us, which I think is, you know, the top echelon of, of games when it comes to gaming as far as the design, the look, the feel. Uh, I think they hit all the, the nails on the head there. Um, you know, Domin mentioned Horizon, which I think does really good with a lot of the character models, but suffers a little bit in its, its gameplay or you know, um, lackluster structure as far as, you know, the the grunt work that you have to do in that game. Um, and I, I think for this, I, I get it. I hear you. I, you know, the models sometimes look a little stiff or, you know, they, you know, this is the first, I don't want to say the first big, I'm pretty sure this is like the first big, big PlayStation 5 game, like officially, like this wasn't released on PlayStation 4, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so like the, this, you can only play on PS five. So, you know, I'm sure there's some sacrifices there and wanting to web around like the city and doing all that stuff is the star. All the other stuff for the most part is side, side dressing, which for some that might be like, Hey man, if I'm going to spend, you know, 20 minutes in a theme park, you know, I want things to kind of look a little bit better, um, or have a better feel to it. Um, but you know, the combat's so smooth, you know, swinging around the city. I mean, I don't think any of us ever get tired of that. Um, in regards to the Sandman stuff, I, you know, this is, I, I find the Sony games as well as the Spider-Man games to be following a script. You guys were, uh, making fun of me the one day about like, you gotta, you gotta grind Harry. you gotta get in there. You gotta do the things. And it's like, what do I gotta go collect this time? Is it, is it music songs and miles or is it? Um, you know, like there's the collectibles you got to go around the city and do like, it's just, it's part of like, put it on the checklist of what you have to do in this game. So, and this time it was, uh, the spider bots that you got to go, which I, I don't think I finished that. Sorry. Um, I got most of them. So, uh, I'm sure there'll be the spoilers are coming for me, which is fine. Uh, but I, you know, the Sandman, the, what I really enjoyed about that is you're just kind of jumping in. Listen, this is the third game in the series. We're not handholding here. And even what I, what I just love so much, and you guys talked about the design, what I just so much love so much about this game is that it has the perfect blend of handholding, but also allowing you to do your own thing. Every time I went to one of those catapults that launches you so you can use the web wings or you can fly around in the city, they always tell you what to press. And that is something where it's like, I don't use it often, but if I got to get over to the other side of the city, I don't want to fast travel. What do I got? Okay. L2X. Boom. I'm good. I'm, I'm flying. Um, like there, there, it has such an ability to just, you know, and you can turn that stuff off if you prefer a more pure experience or whatever. You know, you, I know in this one, you can turn the, you know, fall mode on. So if you fall, you can actually take damage, which not for me. Um, but what I, I just think this, this, game does such a great job as i mentioned 
with the opening of just kind of allowing you, if you haven't played it, to kind of be your first jump in. But if you've played it, to kind of just throw you back into the fire, you're kind of rocking and rolling. And listen, I the the story of this game, I think, hurts itself when it tries to do too much in this game. You know, as Greg mentioned right off the rip, we have one of our villains, Craven, And that's kind of problem number one for me. Um, you know, we have that focus and then that changes to, to Venom. While also, you know, there, there's a lot of... A lot of moving parts in this, and I think in the first game, I, I think probably that's my favorite one just because it was so well done. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about it, um, but, you know, and Miles is such a great addition um, as well with, with getting to do different abilities, and if he feels a little different. So, you know, I have a soft spot for that, and, and this kind of blends both of those together for kind of the best of both worlds in some aspects, but kind of the worst because I feel as though it's going for the – we have to top this one instead of just trying to be like if they make if they make 11 of these games i will be purchasing 11 of these games i will be playing them as chris mentioned i'll be having a great time if danny devito is introduced as one of the main characters like there's just an element with this where i'm here you got me like i'm not going anywhere with it like i don't need you to keep one upping it like you know call of duty is is a is a big game that has an issue with this where it's like now the campaign, you got to go to space and it's like, nah, dude, like just pull it back, like tell a good story. And, you know, we, we talked a little bit about it earlier with Disney. So I'm trying to bring that back a little bit where it's just like, let's focus on not one upping the game, but just continuing the story of these characters. You know, we don't need to rush all the way to an ending or get rid of a certain villain or, you know, remove somebody, you know, they can just retreat. We'll see in the next game, you know, and part of that happens in this and, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, overall, I mean, listen, this is a great game. If you if you if you're if you're listening and you've played the first two and you're wondering about this one, jump right back in, baby. It's it's a fun time. So, um, yeah, those are my kind of initial thoughts. And uh, sorry, kind of ranted a little bit there. So uh, I'll throw it back to you. No, Papa, no, to continue good. us on our trend here. Uh, really quick, I, and I didn't yeah, make a, ahead, I didn't I didn't make a comment on Sandman. I loved it. Um, it was similar to Miles yeah. Morales, where you just you start you start in the game. I think like in the Miles Morales, you're chasing Rhino, and um, with yeah, with um, yeah. with Peter. So I'm all for it. I thought it was great. Yeah, there could have been more to be done, but how many villains does Spider Man have? He has so many, like so many. So it's good to just like give. I don't want to say a throwaway, like not saying that he's a throwaway villain, but I feel like you know they included. Like it was good to at least have a, a noticeable villain to start the game off with, and then bam, and then just jump right in. So. Sure. I don't disagree with that, but it's there. There was there was room for more story. Like it was literally just a boss fight, and then collect these six pieces or eight pieces or whatever. Right. And then they're yeah. 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 Um, That's fair. That's fair. So I want to talk about some stuff that really, really mystified me with this game because there were a lot of, I think, questionable choices. And look, just like movies, I get that there's never going to be a one-to-one with the comics. I get it. But a lot of times you have these properties. The reason that they get so big and so famous is because of the core characters and the stories that were told with those characters. And there are a lot of really strange decisions made in this game, both with characters, but also just in general, like scenarios. Um, 
the biggest one that stands out to me is having Harry Osborn as Venom. And I know, you know, this was something that was kind of hinted at and played up even as far back as the first one. But I mean, it's just, those are two characters that, that don't ever intertwine in the comics. You've had, again, like four or five different people that wore the Venom symbiote and Harry Osborn was never one of them. So it's very strange that they decided to choose him. It's it's like, you know, in mythology, taking Hercules and casting him as Medusa. It just, they're not the same character. And Harry is enough of a character to stand on his own where you can do other stuff with him. Uh, you don't even have to make him the Green Goblin. But I really liked a lot of the relationship building with with Harry and Peter. And even though this iteration of Harry looks like no other version of Harry that I've ever seen. I thought the character model for Harry at least was, was decent. It looks, you know, like a real person. Um, but it was just really weird to have him as venom. Um, and along those lines, having Peter as anti venom, again, something he never possesses in the comics and MJ as scream, you know, one of our boss fights later in the game. All of these things never happen, and I'm not saying that just because they never happen in the comics doesn't mean they can't happen anywhere else. I get it, but it's just, it's really weird, and it feels forced, where it's like, let's cram every possible thing we can get in, and let's do it by just mixing all of these characters up, and instead of just having everybody be their own separate characters. Um, the Peter is anti-Venom stuff. Uh, I, like I'm not as staunch against that, but Harry as Venom was was definitely big, and MJ as Scream was definitely big too. And it wasn't there wasn't even like it didn't feel like anything. Like it was just an unnecessary change. Like she gets changed for a boss fight, and all of a sudden you beat her, and the symbiote's off, and everything's hunky dory again. Like there's no lasting ramifications. Um, if you're gonna do that. Go full tilt with it. Have her have some lingering personality side effects where now there's like a resentment building towards Pete or something. But none of that happens. It's like, oh, she got the symbiote just so you can fight her. And here we go. You know, did not like that at all. Um, and, <laughs> you know, talking about the the mystifying changes and, and different things. Norman Osborn, uh, who, you know, arguably one of Spider-Man's, if not Spider-Man's ultimate villain, single-handedly hurt Spidey more than anyone else. Um, they make him a sympathetic character uh, towards the end of the game. I would say, like, in the first, we never see him do any, like, truly dastardly stuff. Like, they, they kind of hint at, like, human experimentation, but it all seems to be like on the up and up, right? There doesn't seem to be any genuine malice or even like mad scientist type stuff with it. It's just like, I don't know. He, he's not, they, they don't make him evil. And at the end of the game, it's like, yeah, I, if I were in his shoes, I'd be upset at Spider-Man too. And um, that's not really the way you want to feel about the guy who, who in every other iteration of Spider-Man destroys Spider-Man's life. 
Like, that's not the dude to do it with, you know? If there's other villains you want to make more sympathetic, sure. But uh, but that didn't work for me. And, again, talking about really strange decisions. Um, Mary Jane, first of all, those missions, the MJ mission's not a fan of. I wasn't a fan in the first game, but I understand they did it to, you know, break up the gameplay a little bit so it's not just all web swinging. Which, I mean, it's a Spider-Man game, so that's all I want anyway. But if you're going to do sneaky stealth missions, whatever, cool. Okay. MJ here is super overpowered with a sonic gun that knocks out the symbiotes in one hit. Meanwhile, Spider-Man and and Spider-Man. I must you know, have hit Peter them 50 times, man. They weren't going down. I got to check my, my upgrades on my damage. Yeah, uh, well... To be fair, I was playing on one of the easier settings, so maybe that has something to do with it. But, but, uh, on that setting, one hit knocks him out with, uh, with MJ's gun, and meanwhile, Peter and Miles are fighting for their life to take these things down. Like, they're not, it's not a simple, you know, four-button hit and the, the, the fight's over. So, I just... I don't get what the purpose is of having that in there. Like if you want to break up the action, okay, but at least make it like something palatable, um, something that makes sense. And then there's other stuff, you know, involving her, involving miles, things that again, don't make sense to me. Um, and I think it was done just because again, it looks cool. And that's, you know, some examples, there was a, a scene where, where Peter was knocked out, uh, and then they had Miles and MJ carrying Peter. Miles has super strength. Why, why is MJ helping him carry Peter? doesn't make sense. There's another scene towards the end where MJ's on a motorcycle racing through the streets, and Miles could just as easily carry her uh, while he's web-swinging. We've seen Peter do it plenty of times. Why... Is the motorcycle necessary? Why is it even a thing? I don't know. It's just, there's a lot. Uh, I, I got one more example, and then I'll, I'll toss it over to you guys to see what you guys think about this stuff. Um, but we also had Venom and basically turning New York into a symbiote haven. The symbiote expanding exponentially, which, I mean, not quite exactly how matter works, right? Like, there's... You can only manipulate things so much, but this thing just expands um, without seemingly any type of uh, uh, limits. And all of this is kind of stolen, not the symbiote expanding, but like symbiotes taking over New York's stolen from multiple storylines. But I guess most recently they had a storyline in the comics called King and Black. And King and Black is... Um, basically like the god of the symbiotes he's an all-powerful being he comes to earth and kind of does what venom does in this game venom to stop it uh you know he he kind of evolves himself he creates the wings and all that stuff and it's like there's a lot of different really cool moments from that that they just pilfered and plopped in here because it's like well venom you know what what, what'll be awesome like what'll look cool let's throw him some wings without like an explanation for why it's happening let's have the venom symbiote just take over new york even though it's really just roughly the size of a person it just all of this doesn't make sense and 
they, they they throw it in to look cool is my guess and i just like i'm not saying everything has to be scientific or whatever but but make it make sense <laughs> please help me don't get me wrong there's a lot of stuff i like with the game and i'm going to touch on that stuff more later but um but this stuff really had me scratching my head where were where were the avengers where was doctor strange they throw these references in the fantastic so, four right the where were any of those yeah, when when the entire New York City is is taken over by symbiotes, I don't know. Uh, Dom, how about you? Any of these things like set any alarms off for you? Any of these weird changes? I mean, you don't have to be a comic book historian to know. Generally speaking, Harry Osborn isn't Venom. Yeah, so I think Harry as Venom was clever with the characters they already had in the game. And in the universe, you know, the Insomniac universe, uh, I thought it was interesting. It, what threw me off was how he was like Agent Venom, and then later he became Venom. Right. So I thought it would be obvious he would be Venom because the way, you know, the first game teases when, you know, Harry's in that tank. But then he's like this, hey, cool, we're like partners i'm your sidekick pete you know let's take down crime and free tombstone and it's like <laughs> fun and and then uh then him as venom so i was you know had me guessing like is it going to be craven um like chris said but craven's you know i guess he's just hunting the next thing and and it just i don't know i guess that was um I didn't linger on that too much. It didn't bother me too much that he became Venom. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the other points that you brought up with uh, the oh, you said yeah. So I, I don't. Th- I think this they're trying to do their own thing, and I think it's not going to please everyone. They probably have people that are open to everything. People are that are you know just right with it they disagree you know agree and then some people are like this isn't you know the way it's written in the comics or whatever i thought what they did do was clever how they had other characters in the universe connected like craven and chameleon are siblings Mm. i don't know if that's something but i thought that's like pretty neat that that is a same connection in the comics oh okay okay Mm. um but you said uh I had no idea anything about Anti-Venom. My exposure to Spider-Man has been, you know, Tobey Maguire movies, the 2000 Neversoft game on PS1, um, the anime show. Yeah. It is a classic. So so that's my exposure to it and what I know. And Anti-Venom was new, but I really liked how they tied to that with Mr. Negative. It almost makes sense how his abilities with you know, Peter's leftover, you know, symbiote, how it just complements and it kind of makes sense narratively with how Peter can do this now. Um, You know, with, you know, Mr. Negative kind of like, it just, I thought like, wow, okay. Like for someone that's not familiar with this, they kind of build up to it pretty well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Norman Osborn, I think he's, you know, the last big villain left for these games. 
And I don't know of any other big ones that stand out besides, you know, Venom and Doc Ock um, with, with Peter. But I think they're just trying to make it the way I took it. They're trying to make him um, close to losing the last thing he has. Because I think in the first game they do kind of a good job of of pointing out of how much they both cared for you know his wife Harry's mom and even like when you're sneaking around as MJ throughout his house and you see these little notes the audio recordings I think they do a good job of that I mean I think anyone can sympathize with them with that you can I think everyone nowadays is making every villain sympathetic with their origin story and why they turned bad. Uh, you know, Oh, someone we haven't talked about Wraith in the game mm. and you and Yuri, but I think this is just, this game was just to lead him to green goblin and to get us ready for what's next. And, and it, and it also has me thinking, man, Peter can't catch a break. Every like person <laughs> that's in his circle turns bad. Or dies. That's Parker Luck, man. And no, but and there was one more I think you mentioned that I wanted to talk about. MJ is Scream. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm also unfamiliar with that, but I felt like the, the resolution to that was like that's it. Like you you have this big bed and you even see the not knowing anything about Scream, you see like it says Scream. So it's like, oh, this is supposed to be yeah, a character that we know about, and then it's like just resolved like that. The relationship is okay now, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like calls and quits her job. That was that was weird. I will say, like, she's like, what she called Jonah was like, I quit. I'm like, that's the first thing you're gonna do when you just got taken over by a symbiote, right? So, I don't but, know. Oh, and then the last thing you said with the MJ missions, I I kind of agree that she's OP. I think I kind of enjoy I enjoyed them a bit in the last game just because what she was doing was pretty you know it added to the story where she was investigating um the demons and she was going into norman's uh penthouse and looking through all these little things and they throw in easter eggs like the glider and the helmet and it adds like a little bit to it where you're curious even in the dlc i think um for the first game with uh, Hammerhead and his goons and everything. I think it's just audio recordings. I feel like there weren't enough in this game. Uh, I enjoy those. Like, oh, I'm A-OK with that, man. <laughs> uh, the Sonic Gun. You're going to grind your cameras for that, Greg? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they were like one shot to the head was what I noticed. Yeah, me too. There was uh, the one part, the big symbiote that you fight uh, yeah. in that one part. I was getting one-shotted by him, and I was trying to figure out how to get away. And then I noticed they did it, which I thought was was kind of realistic, and shotted by, you know. Oh, wow. And I thought, oh, really? You're going to – she's supposed to survive that? I thought it was – I think <laughs> the, the coolest MJ mission, I would say, was when the black suit is in charge and Pete's on autopilot. And it's kind of like a survival horror part where you're getting yeah. away from him. It's not as yeah. immersive as other survival horror games, but it's like raining out. And all I that thought stuff. that was like because it was creepy. Like, oh it, yeah, yeah, because because 
I think like Peter's not talking at that time. I think you just hear like the growling of Venom or of the symbiote. And, and like Peter, I think the best part of that is towards the end where the suit comes off and, and MJ's like, he's still asleep. Like he was not controlling any part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And also she had the web shooters, which isn't, you know, OP like the gun. Yeah. She finds it in the, uh, the basement. Yeah. But, uh, No, I thought I thought that was well done as because Peter's not himself, you're not really controlling him, so MJ's there. So I I thought that was well done that way. Um the bike thing, I think they say that she picked it up in Simcaria, so I think that's how they tie it in, but you know, great. <laughs> she's got to be, you know, this cool, you know, journalist. Um I I just I don't know. I felt like I guess I don't know if it's really MJ, uh, her mission's fault. I think it's more of how they're trying to write the story and they're just squeezing her in to the story to figure things out. Because in the first game, I think there's a lot of things. What's Devil's Breath? What's all this? And it's more of like the inside side where Mm Spider-Man can't just walk into a building and look for stuff the way she can. So I think it was just... I don't know, just kind of a less of a match this game for her. So, mm. all right, pass all right. on to Harry. Thanks, man. Um, listen, I I, I gotta say, uh, I you know I love you, G. I love you, Papa. But sometimes you get on this nerd corner, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, I know. I hear myself know, in my I, head, but I feel the way I feel. I get it. No, no. Listen, and listen. I, I think like you just, you know, what I tried to say at the top, and I know what you're saying is like I had a lot of fun, but there, there definitely is. Dom mentioned there was the element with with Scream and MJ, where it's like you all of a sudden see her voice and it says Scream, and you're like, am I supposed to know what this is? Um, you know, because I don't come from the comic book lore, and it's like, is oh, I, I just assume that MJ at some point turns into Scream and. There's something like that in the comic, but as, as you've mentioned, it is it is not the case uh, from that perspective uh, for it. Um, as far as, as Norman Osborn, I mean, this is something we're three games in plus a DLC, um, and Norman has been kind of hinted as being a player in the background, and like this is kind of the long store, the long form storytelling that like. I wouldn't mind if they just did that with other some of the other parts of this of this game. Um, you know, I don't. Again, I do. We need to finish Venom off in this game. I don't know. You know, did we? Question mark. Ooh, little little tease there for the people. Um, but you know, from a perspective of that, it's like okay. Like, did you know Craven need to bite the dust at some point here? Uh, could we have pulled him through the the rest of the game and had it kind of you know, finish or, or drag him into the next one. Um, you know, the Norman part, I hear what you're saying, Greg, it is, it is kind of one of those things of like, are we supposed to, you know, feel for him when it's like, you know, his entire role, you know, that I know him in is basically he's always anti, you know, he's not Jonah Jameson, but like, he's pretty much, you know, treating Spider-Man that way is, you know, he's, he's kind of a problem. Um, and I, his it, that that's something to me where it's again it's been hinted at and it's like are we doing it are we not are we waiting for Spider-Man 3 you know uh Peter apparently has put down the 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 cape or you know is that is that possibility um you know so whatever there 
uh in regards to it but yeah i'm not a huge huge fan of that um you know for it uh the 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 mj stuff the missions this again i think is a trope of the playstation games where it's like let's give you a bunch of different perspectives um as, as dom mentioned as well i think very very he said very well in regards to it kind of made sense story-wise in the last game where this one it kind of just feels like she's either there wanting to get involved there's definitely an element to me where i feel like halfway through the story of this game they were like it's the three-headed monster of the spider-man and mj and i just didn't feel that from the rip um or from the start it just kind of felt like it worked its way in there and that's fine but i you know i don't know it it's not it's just, it's missing something there there's something missing uh in regards to it for me um you know as far as some of the other stuff i mean you know you talked about you know hey it doesn't make sense that you know uh miles could easily carry peter uh it didn't make sense to me at the you know and i know i'm jumping ahead and i've mentioned a couple things but it didn't make sense to me at all that at the end when they're carrying harry out that miles and peter are there in their spider uniforms and mj is just kind of there and norman like shows up and it's like what have you done to my boy my beautiful boy and it's like not putting two and two together. Yeah, not putting like why is MJ here? I, I know she's a roaming <laughs> reporter like our man hands, but like who is like why is she holding the hand of that Spider Man? That seems a bit suspicious as I drive away in you this know, ambulance. I'm something of a friend of Spider Man myself. <laughs> yeah, like I I just uh that just really kinda pulled me out um a little bit, and that's where I think a lot of my issues go to kind of the, the storytelling a little bit, like there's a moment in this, which I'll mention uh, before I toss it over to hands, where like Harry finds out that Peter is Spider-Man and Harry shows up in his, you know, uh, space symbiote suit. And there is absolutely nothing discussed about. So like for I, I know he's been in a tank, um, so he hasn't really seen, you know, Peter and his action best. But he doesn't think back to all the times in high school. Uh, when they were together or after that of like, hey, let's have a conversation here. I know it's kind of hinted at in the game, but this is kind of the stuff where it's like, hey, give me a little bit more of that. You know what I mean? If we're going to have this all cult, you know, lead to the, the showdown. Um, and I know like this is, again, the big ideas here of just it's a Miles game. It's a Peter game. We have to have them come together at the end. But like we have to have Harry involved and he's going to be Venom and we have to put that in there. And then we have to have MJ involved and she's going to be like the trifecta. And it just I can see the snowball rolling down the hill where it's like, let's build, build, build. And this is kind of my big issue where it just kind of all culminates to, I think, a, a, a glory, a glory filled finale where, you know, it took me a while. I was I was under the I was under the clock there, but barely. Um so hands, how about for you? Was there was there storytelling things, or I guess you know the MJ missions for you? You know any any kind of flaws there? Um, we talked a little bit more about looks. Uh, I know you've been uh, chomping at the bit to get involved. So the first thing, uh, the uh, MJ stuff, yeah, she's overpowered. It, it's it's and these missions have really annoyed me because I thought the herd missions in the first one and and Dom actually kind of sold me a little bit on the first one of saying how they I haven't played the first yeah. game in a couple of years, but there is some content involved with it where there's some backstory with some recordings and it's for story purposes. I just feel like here they gave they they almost gave her superpowers to the fact that like here's a sonic gun and you could take down like some of the best hunters in the world with with one shot so i thought that was a little 
I, I thought that was a little OP and, and yeah. Um, but yeah, this, this, when she was fighting that big creature, I, I, my first thought was this is ridiculous. Like, this is, is absolutely, she'd be dead in, in less than a minute. Um, I actually forgot about the part where we just talked about where she was being chased by, um, by the symbiote when, spite, when Peter's out of control. Um, but I love that, that whole scene. Um, yeah, I just, I, 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 her part was the, I, and maybe one day I'll go back and play the original one and kind of appreciate that a little more, but, you know, this being fresh in my mind, I, I, it was my least favorite part again in this. Um, for Harry being Venom, I really don't care as long as it works for story purposes. For me, it did. Um, there, if they would have maybe, if they introduced like Eddie Brock in the last game and, and maybe made, Peter was more was a reporter and and or a, like a photographer like he is in traditional Peter knowledge that everyone kind of knows. Um, you know he they definitely leaned on him being more of a scientific mind on here, which I know he is in in general in, in throughout comics and whatever. But um, I think just for the sake of the story here, it it just made sense to I for me to to include Harry as Venom or Craven or something. I I. I at least give them the the um, agent venom stuff, and then make someone else venom later. Um, but I wasn't too upset with that. Um, I, again, if Eddie was in the first game, and it it would have made a little more, um, it would have made sense if that if they went that route. Norman, uh, yeah, if you go through as much as you do, you lose as much. Uh, and he is sympathetic, but again, go to Spider Man. Go to Spider Man One. Willem Dafoe is sympathetic through the first couple minutes of that movie. I mean, when you before he. Right when he hears, before he hears like Green Goblin talking to him, he's like not nuts. He seems like a pretty cool character. You can't do this to me. Yeah, <laughs> he seems like he seems like it's just like a like same thing as as in this game where he's just a rich guy who you know loves his son and I, I mean it, it's then he gets taken over by um what is, what is it the G serum is that what they call it did I make G twenty seven G twenty seven but um yeah I mean and and. I agree with Dom. It's going to lead up to Green Goblin being the vet, probably the main villain of the of the next game. Um, you know whether I hope they don't do they don't do a Sinister Six because they literally did that in the first game where they had their own version of Sinister Six. So I don't want them to do. I don't want Doc Ock to be like I'm putting a team together and it turns out to be um, just uh, the only surviving members of the ones that were not killed in this game off screen, like uh, like Vulture and I forget who else was. Um, Scorpion, right? Whatever his name Scorpion is. Scorpion was killed. Uh, was yep. Shocker killed? Uh, I think it was hinted at. Yeah, I, I know like Vulture's his, killed his off screen. Were like, yeah. yeah. So I, they, you know, they killed. I think half the people from the first game off screen. Um, I, I think if they keep it more simple and don't include the symbiote. Now I know there's a storyline that we're probably going to jump into that that brings up the symbiote. Um, which they conclude maybe as a side mission or a DLC at some point. I would love it if they put a DLC in this game. Oh as, God, I would love it as with the Carnage. That would be that would be the way to go. And I know you can include like the Maximum Carnage story as a main storyline. I think that at this point now you're already too invested in the game and the storyline to just it has to be Green Goblin, it has to be Doc Ock, and there's going to be maybe a couple other villains that they bring in. Um, because it seems like everyone from the first game is either dead or they're now they're a good guy. Um, so yeah, it doesn't bother me. You know, it doesn't bother me that much from a from a story standpoint. Um, 
how are you I just you saying how like how weird it is that like Norman didn't put the pieces together for being like just smart and be like wait a minute like where, what, what's what's MJ doing well, here and also like I forgot to mention but like not even five minutes later after that it's like they cut to Harry in the hospital bed at home and like it's just Peter and MJ sitting there like next to each other and it's like again Norman not putting pieces together as far as that's concerned right yeah guy's kind of a dumb dumb um he's rich though so you know it's fine um yeah i I don't know i i just i i think that you know harry what what his i'm more interested to see what harry's involvement in the next game is going to be does he survive this whole thing um you know maybe maybe he does like an off-screen thing he kind of like maybe he just goes to the amazon to study spiders with um with someone's mom before before she dies um oh lord we'll see i don't know jesus Um, take the wheel had to throw that in um, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe if he becomes like Hobgoblin or, or whatever, what was that? What was he called from a uh, sweater? Three new goblin, new um, goblin, new goblin on his, uh, on his hoverboard. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I would like to see, I, maybe Venom comes back and he's more of a, yes, a, go. a good guy from like similar to what they're doing in the, in the movies. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't, I want Venom. If Venom, if Venom's gonna be, if he's gone, do good. Don't bring him back and make him good. I, I like the Venom that we got in this, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, bring the spot in. He's cool. <laughs> just, just, just actually, you know what? Just, just now that Miles Morales is gonna be the main Spider-Man moving forward, let's just let's just make the next game exactly like uh, the Spider-Verse movies. I don't even want a third yeah. movie. Just give me a th- Spider-Verse game. So, yeah. Um, that's all I kind of, you know, on some of the stuff that we talked about. Um, sure. Oh, one thing I just want to say, uh, Dom, you made a, a one comment earlier about the walking simulator and some of the decisions in this game. Um, that that stuff, I drove, I that drove me crazy when we were walking through the school. I understand it's character building, and Whoa. I appreciate it from that standpoint. I appreciate the character standpoint because Harry was not in the first game, or at least an active character in the first game. He was in a tube the whole time. I hate it when they went to the Emmy May Foundation, and it's Emmy May or Emma Emma May. Emily May, Emily Sorry. Yeah, it was living with the land and it looked, it looked cool, but it was way too much time in there. Like I didn't care about the, the zapping things as a well, bee and, and all that other. Uh, yeah. That's part I of the like, problem. I like the Coney Island stuff, but yeah, the MMA. Yeah. The MMA, the MMA, yeah. MMA, <laughs> MMA, whatever it's called. I thought I just it was it went on too long. Yeah, the Coney Island stuff was cool, but it just the high school stuff. I I don't like when games slow paces like this kind of game slows the pace down. I understand they're trying to build relationships and a story, but at some point, like then you got to make the game a little bit longer. Like I, I, I don't want to back out swinging from those yeah. skyscrapers. I need to beat. Man. I need to beat bad people up. I need to jump from buildings <laughs> and and just see if I'll survive the landing. Um, I I forgot to write down the song, but the, I didn't know they were licensing music for the scene when they're putting up hoops. I forget what the song was. You guys uh, didn't catch yeah, that? Yeah, cigarette, cigarette Daydreams was on the bike ride to school. Was that, that was on like there too? Or maybe yeah, elephant. that was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, and oh, then when great. they were playing basketball, no, I think that was um, wasn't that Edward Sharp? There, were, there was multiple oh. songs. There was multiple songs where I, I should have wrote them down. I'm sorry, yeah. but 
I, and then I don't Harry, remember. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. But <laughs> ha- Harry rickrolled all the guards. If you guys noticed, that. yeah, I, I did notice that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I I it just that, that's those slow missions and and on, real quick on, on one of the side like the one of the side missions with like the M- MMA whatever I don't even know what it's called whatever the foundation um where you had to do some of those goofy things uh for sustainability or whatever like like ride a bike that's the kind of stuff I hated in this game um but. Whatever. Yeah, those got skipped. Those got skipped on my uh, on my rush. Well, bike. you want to hit that platinum, you better you better hop know, on that bike and start start zapping things as a bee or whatever you're doing. Gotta be dumb. The new game yeah. plus right after this. Yeah, you got to zap pollen monsters. So, well, hold yeah. on now because we talked about walking simulators and we talked about MJ missions, but nobody brought up the Haley mission. Oh, we talked. Me, Oof. oh yeah, that's right. You know, me and you talked about that in person. Yeah, what, are you talking about the yeah. spray paint one? Yeah, that was awful. That, <laughs> that was that was terrible. Any mission that was Brooklyn Visions or or whatever was bad. That whole thing oh, there should not man. have been. I wasted like I, like two hours doing this stuff. Can I admit something here? <laughs> sure. So yeah. if you remember the Haley mission, you you have to get in the elevator and go down to go up. Yeah. It yeah. took me like nine tries to figure that yeah. out. Gross. That's why, Gross that's why Harry just finished Same. the game. Just he's I, thought, I thought you were going to say you couldn't hear anything. No, no. <laughs> I uh, I literally went down in the elevator and I was like, all right, so what do I do? And then I went back yep. up and then back down. And then I was like going back up the stairs and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Is there another entry point? Yeah. Uh, I can I can see Harry like the volume's not working on my TV. No, what if it's going? Like, come on. The remote. I know. <laughs> Y'all, but I thought I will say from that mission that was extremely clever. Like that was that was cool. It was um, a it, nice touch. It was a shame that, that there was a mission that had to go with it because um it was terrible. Uh, I want to talk some more about stories and and um, side missions. Um, so the Mysterio missions, I actually I liked that. Uh, I didn't feel like it was much of a story. I I would like. I don't mind having little challenges baked in like that, but I would also like them combined with a story. And like Mysterio had it a little bit, but not as much as I was hoping for. I was disappointed in the outcome of it, uh, where it's like, oh yeah, just these these two women tied him up and was <laughs> forcing him to use his tech or whatever. It just, it seemed a little hokey. It's like, all right, he set up all this stuff all across the city and it was just these two trying to do like a get rich quick scheme or something like this guy's a super villain. It doesn't, doesn't track. Um, so, so something more along those lines, but let's maybe flesh out a story a little more across all of the missions instead of just walk in and complete the challenge. Um, Carnage and the Flame, that storyline, I thought was pretty unique. It is a very, it's a different take for sure on Cletus Cassidy, and it doesn't make him seem as scary, but that's okay. Um, I do, I do want to see where that goes. I have a feeling, I don't think that'll be DLC. I would hope not. I think Carnage is a character you want to save more for a main game. So I'm hoping that'll pay off, and I have some theories on that later um, with Spider-Man 3, but I did really like that. I also like that they they brought back Yuri as the Wraith. She was the Wraith in the comics. Um, the whole flame thing is is brand new, but 
Uh, it was an interesting take, and it it tied in. I'm curious, did you guys did you guys start to pick up on it? Hands, I know we talked about this, but um, and maybe maybe not because I know you guys aren't as familiar. But did you get a sense of where this was going with with Carnage at all, or no? Dom and Hair. Go ahead, Dom. Uh, no, I didn't. I guess I should have picked up Redhead. You know, I feel like, but. I, I thought it was going to be like a different, like a D or C tier villain. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I just hope, you know, they kind of do something with that because Carnage is pretty big, a lot of potential. And, you know, I hope they don't forget about him like they forgot about Taskmaster, you know? Mm. Mm. Sorry, Taskmaster. R.I.P. <laughs> Harry, did you see this coming? Uh, I can't say that I did. Um, I, I don't think there's many missions on this, and even with the Mysterio missions, I, I remember I was clocking it. I think there's about eight Mysterio things, and they're just kind of your time trial, repetitive. Right? Can you make it in enough time or not? Um, events. So I I think Mysterio. We mentioned Sandman, and now uh, the Flame slash Carnage. Um, I thought that was a really cool tie-in. I wouldn't have minded if that was actually kind of the ending of the game. Um, If they had kind of waited to you beat Venom and then it's like, hey, don't forget about the flame. And then we head back. I thought that would have been cool because I played that before the the Venom stuff, uh, which I'm I'm sure most people will. Um, It's a nice little teaser to kind of, you know, preview or as as Hans mentioned, maybe some DLC, which would be absolutely sick. but I think those three um, kind of run the backseat because of the Venom stuff and the Craven stuff, which is fine. But I don't, you know, I I don't need all that included. You know, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, if this game had 60 missions in the main story and it was like, hey, now you're on the Mysterio section. Do you know what I mean? Like now you're building your yeah. relationship with Harry by hunting down Mysterio. Now you're building your relationship with, you know, MJ by, you know, or with, with, uh, with Wraith by going through, um, you know, the flame stuff and maybe miles is, is tucked in there somewhere. So there's just stuff for me where, you know, to go back to your original question, which I went on a tangent off of, of course, uh, I didn't see it coming. Uh, it was a nice little surprise. I mean, he kind of leads you into the words and, and I was like, and carnage. And he was like, and carnage. And I was like, no, he's cool. Like that was a nice little surprise in, in a story that I think lacks surprise or, you know, throw like there's definitely missions where, you know, we mentioned the spider, uh, the Peter in the black suit where his, his, his affect changes and he's, he's quieter. And all of a sudden it's kind of like a horror movie a little bit. And there's that also with Dr. Connors when you're searching for him as well. I felt, um, so this was a really cool gotcha moment where it's like, Oh, he's been kind of planning this and, Oh, he might be leading towards that villain. So I like that. And I'm glad you did too, since you didn't like half the other stuff that they, they changed <laughs> with other additional characters. Uh, hands, I know we spoke about it in person. Did you see this coming? No, I, I not until the last, maybe 10 minutes before I was finishing the mission, because they do mention, um, Cletus's name through either a recording or something on, on, like a document so that oh, okay. I, and even then it didn't click with me where i'm like wait a minute like i know who cletus Casti is but it, it's i don't know like cletus isn't a common name like in in new york so right. um 
you know, I, uh, I, I, I should have picked that up. But when he was talking and, you know, he pulls out the symbiote, um, I'm like, yep. Like, this is like, I missed this this whole time. So it was a nice touch and, you know, how, where they move forward. Like, I agree that Carnage is a, is a, you know, high B, A tier villain for Spider-Man. Um, hopefully they don't waste him on a, on, on a DLC. If they do, if they at least include him somehow, like that, I'm happy either way, but we'll see. But I, I was, I, I, it was a very short side mission. I think there were only three or four things that you had to do for it to to wrap it up. So I, you know, I got it done pretty quick. Um, so no, I was, I was happy to, uh, to kind of get that. And I agree with Harry, like it would have been, I think it would have been more effective because you can go through the game and not even, you can, you can go through the entire game and not even touch that. Right. And if they included that as the final, maybe like a post credits outside, like do what the, what the Marvel movies do and do a mid credits and then a post credit scene. Like you can do both and then have, you know, have, have Cletus introduced then, but they probably wouldn't have to do the whole mission involved with it. I don't know, but yeah. I liked it. Made sense. Yeah. Um, talking about some of the other villains, uh, when you guys had mentioned the lizard, I absolutely loved the lizard section of this game. I thought it was really well done and they made him uh, pretty fearsome. So that was enjoyable. I'd like, I'd like to see him more in the next one. And I, I have some ideas for what they could do there. Um, but I, I thought it was great usage and they, they changed his origin in this, which I wasn't opposed to. They had the, the symbiote actually be the thing that removes his arm, uh, which was a nice little way to tie the story together. So that was pretty interesting, but, um, but yeah, I loved Kurt Connors. Love the lizard and the fights. Uh, very cool. Craven was interesting for me because I thought, I don't know. It, it's it's weird because I feel like he's the main villain for like maybe like three fifths of the game. And yeah. then it just ends suddenly, right? Like you have that fight with Venom and Venom kills him and that's it and it it didn't feel i don't know i i didn't feel like the payoff was that good because this whole time he's causing all the all of this trouble for uh peter and miles and and hunting down you know everyone and and tracking spider-man and all of a sudden spider-man doesn't really get that um he's not the one to stop him it's just venom and the bigger prey comes along and, and gobbles up Craven or whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I felt unfulfilled from it. Uh, it was a little disappointing to me. And I think that most of the way that Craven was used was pretty effective. So um, that's, that's why it was so disappointing. I think if he had just been kind of a throwaway character, that wouldn't bother me as much, but um taking up as much of the game as he did, I thought there was going to be more of a final showdown of like traditional Spider-Man versus him or, you know, maybe uh, Peter and, and Miles teaming up. So kind of disappointed there. Um, And (laughs) hate to be that guy, (laughs) the comics, but one of probably the biggest Craven story is Craven's last hunt. 
and it uh it actually does occur when spider-man has the black suit and i don't know that there's a way that it could have been adapted but if you're gonna have craven die let's let's make it memorable right so in craven's last hunt he actually uh he is dying um or no i'm sorry he's not dying but he's going insane and um he thinks the only way to be better than spider-man is to uh to actually become spider-man and and show that he could do it even better so he kidnaps spider-man buries him alive spider-man's buried alive for weeks gone missing craven dresses up as spider-man starts taking down spider-man's villains one by one um and then eventually kills himself because he feels his mission has been completed now that's a bit dark obviously I don't, there would have to be some changes made, but if you're going to kill off the character again, let's, let's make it a little more than just big muscly guy beats him up and, you know, eats him or whatever. Um, didn't quite work out as well for me. Uh, Mr. Negative and miles though. I, I really dug that story. I thought that was tremendous. Yeah, that was a plus. Um, it was, uh, I'm glad that they continued it from the last one. I loved Mr. Negative's new design, by the way, with like the longer hair and disheveled because he's he's kind of been a captive or a prisoner. Um, so really well played out. And I I like that they uh, Miles made peace with it and, you know, stopped being so revenge driven. They end up teaming up and Mr. Negative helps, um, you know, give his power away to, to stop uh, the symbiote. So really well done story there and um definitely one of the highlights of the game for me the fights um in the the negative zone or whatever you want to call it i know there there is an actual negative zone in marvel that's not it but uh you know i i like that stuff i know they did that in the previous games but um it was still cool for me um trying to think if there was anything else i wanted to touch on as far as story goes the only thing I, I would say is expectations for the next game. I really hope, like, the way they handled the lizard in this is a, is how I would like to see more villains incorporated, right? So, like, tie in a bunch of different villains into the story and have them have um, shorter arcs. Either do that or or do it the way the flame was where you have you know a finite amount of missions five or ten with a couple boss battles sprinkled in there when they do other stuff where it's just like throwing away villains it doesn't it doesn't leave me fulfilled it feels like i just barely got a taste like sandman for example like there's so much more that could have been done with him and we got one boss battle and that's it and it's like that's an iconic villain like give me more of that um so you know i i get that narratively there needs to be like a big bad and a central um story running throughout but like in comics the way this is threaded is you have all of you have mini arcs along with a big story leading up throughout it's it's like the backbone so let's make that happen you know again the mysterio stuff like i think they were on the right track they just needed more fleshing out so i'd like to see that for the next game um story wise and villains that's that pretty much wraps it up for me uh oh <laughs> one other thing with a story which is the ending 
Oh boy. Um, the ending specifically with Peter deciding to take some time off for himself, which falls in perfectly with, uh, with great power. There must also come great responsibility, right? That means taking a couple months off and just getting to enjoy your life wrong. I hate when they do this with characters where in, in properties outside of the comics again, and I promise that's the last time I'll mention that. Um, but they did it in the Dark Knight Rises also, where Batman, you know, he loses his girlfriend, so he goes on hiatus for eight years or whatever. Like, that's live. totally antithetical to the character. Like, Spider-Man, there's been times where, you know, he, he has given up or whatever. But you know what? There's never been a time where he's like, nah, I'm going to take some me time, because that's not Peter Parker. The very defining thing that makes him go forward and and be Spider-Man, he doesn't say, hey, I'm going to take some time off and, you know, job well done. I guess the city saved. Like, guess what? Crime doesn't stop. There's still going to be muggings on the street, man. Take care of it. Yeah, but maybe he's like, oh, go ahead. But what? But he has another Spider-Man. Well, yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Yes. Listen, Peter he's promoted got, he's himself. He's now the executive and he's got his employee taking care of the the street work. Sure. Miles is one guy. How big is New York? I Can't know. be there all the time. So it just it doesn't ring true to the character for me. And I get it. it's like, Fair hey, enough. we just got through this this massive thing. You know, let's take a breather. And I, I get it. But like it it doesn't I don't know. It doesn't track with me. So, story-wise, villain-wise, some good, some bad. Um, Hans, I want to pass it to you. What do you got as far as that stuff goes? All right. So, first thing, when you talked about the fight with Craven, I, I agree that having it with Venom, now, I guess it was a – that was more – hey, it was it looked cool. It was a cool opportunity to play as Venom, and, and you have, like, a short window to play as him. Let's fight the big bad. I, I think mm-hmm. it would have been much more effective, but very I, I briefly before – before that and a couple of missions before you were fighting Craven in that by in the church. Um, and then it, you know, leads to the Spider-Man versus Spider-Man fight. Um, I, I, I thought it was a little silly. Like I, I was hoping that Craven wasn't killed there by Venom, but mm. I guess to make Craven the main villain through the whole game and, and have him killed off by Venom just gives more Venom of a presence showing you know, how powerful he is. And, and, and he just doesn't really care. You know, the more the enemy and my enemy is my friend. Well, he doesn't care. He'll eat whatever. That um, them doing that in Times Square though was so awesome. That was dude, yeah. oh yeah, it was. It the was rain and the lights. Oh, yes, man. yeah, was... man, that was excellent. I, I just think that that whole thing was like really. Well. I, I was going crazy with like screenshotting the the photo mode with with some of them, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. This is I like I should be a photographer for PlayStation. They should hire me. The uh, only thing but... it was missing were street performers and crappy Spider-Man. Costumes. Yeah, like it, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that would have been great. Or like that was like that naked cowboy Elmo with just, his head off taking Elmo, his Yeah. You ever see the naked cowboy? The guy who just plays his guitar. Yeah. 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 Have him playing while while Venom and Craven are duking it out. Um with story purposes, I the uh, just another fight that I I wasn't too I, I wasn't I, I liked it and I thought it was a a good ending, but I, I think I would have preferred something else was having Miles be the one that is does the final fight against Venom. I know a lot of it you know, Miles is set to become the the main Spider Man in the Insomniac games moving forward, and I just I would have liked Peter to be the one to fight fight him off, and maybe Miles gets taken out trying to fight Venom, and Peter has to take him out. Either way, I, I that's a that's nitpicking at this point. Um, 
to say like as long as I, I I thought the fight with Venom was cool. I just think I would have much preferred story wise for Peter to be struggling with this and what's you know more you know climactic than having to basically decide whether or not you have to kill your best friend. Um, mm-hmm. you know he ultimately does save him. I actually no, Miles saves him because he has that his electric stuff like restarts his heart. His so, venom powers. His yeah. Um. Which are not Venom powers. It's, uh, that bothered me. I don't know why, but uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, that's the only, like, nitpicking, but I, you know, I was happy overall with the story. Um, you know, moving forward of, and with the number of villains, it's similar. Uh, what you're kind of pitching is similar to the Arkham games. I don't know, have you played them, Greg? Oh, I have. I love them. Yes. Yeah. And they do the same thing, like, through the story, especially in Arkham Asylum. You have to go building to building, and it's whatever built like you fight poison ivy rachel ghoul like all and and, and scarecrow and even like i think the, the other two that follow are very similar so that would be cool and you know just loop in a a, a, a villain here or there as long as it makes sense to the story just don't randomly throw them in um but no i'm i'm i agree with you i i think first you could include more and add a little more to the story and hopefully make a little bit of a longer game um or at least a longer story um Peter retire. I don't think he retired. He's taking a break. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see where that goes because if they have Miles as the main Spider-Man moving forward fighting Green Goblin, then that's from a story purpose. I'm not going to like that. I, I feel like that's definitely has to be Peter who has to go through that burden, uh, especially being so close to the Osborns. You already and and bringing Doc Ock back, who is his mentor. Um, I don't know whether or not if maybe you start the next game as Miles and then like halfway through something happens. I don't know, but Peter has to come back. I I, I don't. I hope he's. I hope he has, still has a presence moving forward um, in the third game, but we'll see. But I'm not too upset with that. I love Miles. Uh, just from he's he's definitely got a lot of recognition through other media outside of comics in the past five, six years, seven years from the, the Spider Verse movies and and now the games. So I, I have no problem with that. Um, I just I just hope Peter doesn't hang it up for good. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, well said. Uh, I don't think I touched too much on Craven. Uh, circling back to him because I know you mentioned him. Uh, I thought his score was incredible. Uh, anytime that came on, I was like, "Ooh, here we go." Um, hopefully, they can use that in the in the movie for Aaron Taylor Johnson. If not, I'm sorry. Uh, good luck topping that. Uh, with that score. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was a little bit, uh, you know, this is kind of the too many villains point that I've kind of been making where it's like, you know, the Spider-Man three problem a little bit, which, uh, you know, you kind of got a lot of chefs in the kitchen and it's like, well, you only have a 20 or 30 hour game here. Uh, I wasn't too upset with it. Cause I feel like it worked story wise where Craven is trying to get the most out of, uh, this black suit. And, he, you know, Peter's been fighting it off. And then, you know, Harry just just leans into it with that uh, for it. Um, And then in regards to. uh, Yeah, I, I like the idea of the, the mini villains. I wouldn't be upset if this if this game literally became a DLC where, you know, every year there's a there's a DLC for fifty dollars even. I'll pay it. Uh, and hey, you know, you do this section and you do this section and you're jumping around a little bit um kind of like how the first one was uh where it gave us a couple extra side missions uh pieced off of that 
Um, but Dom, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on some of this stuff. So, so go ahead, pal. Yeah. Um, I don't think I commented on the Sandman introduction. I thought, wow, awesome. You know, this is the type of thing you want to see in a triple A budget game, superhero yeah. game. I thought, uh, the black cat mission was really cool with, you know, the teleporting and the Arctic section kind of wanted a little bit more flavor there. Uh, I should have tried to see if I could swing anywhere else in there, but I, <laughs> I just tried to get out. Um, like Greg said, the lizard fight, I thought it was so cool. I don't know if you guys noticed, maybe intentional, unintentional with the T-Rex skeleton. Yeah. The mm-hmm. the lizard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that, that was great. pretty cool. And I love how they just made him huge. And growing, changing, evolving. And I played on on a harder difficulty and that fight was like the first fight where I was kinda, you know, re- um trying over and over. No. <laughs> trying over and over because they make you parry with that mm. fight. And then the other ones like Yuri, that was annoying because with the smoke screen she throws at you. Yeah. yeah. And who else? Oh the I loved fighting uh Craven and then Miles fighting Peter. I thought that back to back was really good. Even like the dialogues between I, each other. I gotta be honest, I started that at twelve thirty the other night and immediately regretted it because I was like, <laughs> oh no, there's more fighting. Great. And I was losing too. I was getting my butt kicked at certain moments. I gotta be honest too, what I what I really enjoyed uh, not to cut you off, Dom, is I felt like if you if you put the controller down for like or you 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 checked out for five seconds in the beginning of those fights, you were getting annihilated. And it was like try to play catch up now, pal. And you're like, please stop! I just died. Do not do this to me. I needed a second, and I didn't hit start. Pause. Good thing it's not a Kojima game, here because uh, the fight would end with like a ninety minute cutscene. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. thank goodness. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then. Venom, just playing as Venom. I'm so happy that that wasn't ruined for me, spoiled. That's something that you would see pop up on YouTube, like just browsing anything else. And uh, they did a good job of that. And just, he's killing people. He's breaking their backs. (laughs) Eating them. He's destroying them. Shocking them. Um, And just, oh man, it's insane. I uh, I love the part when when Harry first turns or yeah, when he first becomes Venom, Norman comes walking in and then he's like, take care of him. And he just like <laughs> waltzes out, like as if it's a no threat at all. Um, I do love the shot of Venom where he's holding Peter in his just hand, like, like a bottle of water or something and just throws yeah, him. He's just, gigantic. That was like cool. That, that whole set piece and then fighting Craven in that end. Um, you know, whether it's the right end or not for Craven, it was still an awesome set piece. I think going forward, they should do more crazy set pieces, you know, more crazy um, things. I'm not saying make the whole game like that and where it's meaningless, but, you know, you got <clears throat> two Spider-Man and a lot of things going on, so... Uh, it's fun. And just to tie up on some of the, uh, side missions and 
uh, open world parts. The side mission things. Oh, Chris was talking about the Emily May Foundation walking through that. And this is the part where I like with the walking simulators where he says, oh, this is the prototype from uh, Octavius's office. What's this doing here? There should be a, a crime evidence. You know, it, 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 it makes you want to know more behind the scenes. Like, what's what are they playing at here, you know? And I kind of wish there was more of that stuff, especially with the MJ stuff. Missions. I thought the photos were kind of cool. We get a little bit, you see some wacky stuff. I don't know if you guys know, but the mascots for Teo's Bodega, one of them is voiced by Nathan Fillion. And they have apparently like 10 to 20 minutes of just going at it. Um, nice. That's funny. You know, talking back and forth, apparently. Uh, I would say the spider bots were cool. I kind of wanted some more than just an end, end scene, which was cool. Um, I remember picking up the Into the Spider-Verse bot, and Miles says this one little line. He's like, don't tell anyone, but you're my favorite. So I don't know <laughs> if it's just randomized with which one he says that to, but I thought that was really neat. And just... Oh, I also noticed, I don't know if you guys ever walked around uh, just hearing like random crowd chatter and you just like walk by trying to pick up what they're saying. Apparently they just filmed like a group of people just saying improv, whatever, doing things like that. So I think it's funny. Oh, that's cool. Some of the conversations make no sense and you're like, what? what is going on here? But you kind of want to hear. What that's, they're that's saying. Ba- that's a bad recipe because someone says the wrong thing and they forgot to edit it out. And like- <laughs> oh, and then another thing that I also love while you're swinging from point A to point B is like the phone calls and and, and the podcasts. I was kind of upset with this game that they didn't save the podcast because I think in Miles they save it if you like get mm-hmm. cut off from it and you can go back and listen. Oh, nice. I don't think I they were as interesting this time with Jonah and Danica. I like them a lot in the first two games. Where's his assistant, Jared? Unless I missed what happened to him. Never find out, I don't think. <laughs> I might be like stretching for your guys' memories with that part. Spider-Man but, 3. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jared's revenge. <laughs> yeah, but for characters and story, oh, you guys talked about, oh yeah, Peter retiring. I think it's... Uh, I don't know. I think it's just like, oh, he's got to get back to it because his best friend's at stake. Possibly MJ's at stake, you know, because Norman now knows or so what. I'm curious what they're going to do with that, and especially if Doc Ock is going to be in play. So I I like Miles being, you know, the the main guy, the main, because I think the way they... Um, wrote him in this story. They made him a much, I think, better character choice person with how he feels about things, how he decides to do things. Even Peter remarks like, wow, turning a villain against you, uh, you know, turning a villain and making him work with you kind of thing. And just his outlook on things. I think, uh, you know, for Peter, uh, there wasn't much that kind of depth i guess because it was more directly with harry but yeah yeah i 
I don't think I have anything else to add to to this part. I do want to talk a little bit about the gameplay. I don't know. Should I just go right into that or? Um, let me let's circle back. We'll, we'll gotcha. touch back on that. Yeah. Um. So. As far as like collectibles and all that stuff goes, um, wasn't huge on it in this game. Um, uh, it felt like the spider bots were a lot of work for a little payoff. Um, not, not that they were hard to get, but there was just a lot of them and they weren't as, they weren't quite as easy to find, uh, even with like the, the mini map boosts and stuff like that. Um, the tie into Spider Verse, yeah, it was cool, but again, it was just a very quick scene, and who knows how or if that's going to get paid off, whether it's through um, a Spider Man game or the next uh, Spider Verse movie. Uh, doubtful uh, for that, but who knows? Um, as far as costumes go, oh boy. There were approximately 900 costumes in this game, and 890 of them were useless. Legit, I probably only used maybe five of each, uh, like five for Peter and five for Miles. Uh, I just, it's like, it's overkill. Um, I don't, I don't get the need. I guess maybe, hey, like, yeah, let's throw in variety for for uh every person so that they can really custom make it well you know what like if you're gonna go that route then why not just make the colors editable and then you know you can you can really truly customize uh i don't get the need for all of that and it just felt like something i had to chase like make sure i get all these components so i can unlock all these costumes even though i'm never gonna use them uh so that was a little disappointing i know there was a big uh well not I wouldn't say kerfuffle, but like there was kind of a little bit of um, smack talking about the Adidas uh, collab for Miles costume. And got to be honest, I like that Miles costume. (laughs) I know a lot of people gave it crap. But for me, that is a good replacement for Miles costume the way uh, the Sony or the um the PlayStation Spider-Man costume is a replacement for like the original costume, you know, like I could see this being the, the upgraded version or whatever. I didn't mind the look. I I thought it was pretty cool. You got the hair out, you got the blue accents. Uh, So I don't get why people are crapping on it. Maybe because it's a, uh, an obvious like tie in like marketing ploy or whatever, but I kind of enjoyed it. So sue me. Um, as far as gameplay goes, I, I loved it. Uh, I, I will say I found the, the web shooter stuff to be a bit ancillary. Like I didn't use the gadgets really outside of maybe like the final fifth of the game. Um, sometimes when you're in, gotta get that difficulty up my man. Yeah, maybe. Like when you're in a swarm of of symbiotes, sure. Yeah, let's use the bouncing I was web. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, well, so like the 
the powers and all that stuff, like I use those regularly, but yeah. the, the web gadgets, I just, that wasn't my thing, but that wasn't really my bag in the last games either. But I also, because the powers were so varied here, I felt like I had enough tools already at my disposal. Um, but in terms of like general gameplay, uh, you know, combat, web swinging, all that stuff, absolutely beautiful, like poetry in motion, Loved it. Uh, I don't. If there were changes to from the previous games, I didn't notice. It just it's sm- it felt smooth to me. Um, web swinging. It did take you know maybe five minutes to get back into the habit, but once I was, it felt great. I loved the option to toy with the physics and the fall damage, like you had mentioned earlier, hair. Like that stuff personally isn't for me, but I like that it's there if I choose to. Uh, to use it um so yeah i mean gameplay just for me that's it's 10 out of a 10 they they did a phenomenal job it's just story elements and and graphics that were um a little bit of the the stretch for me dom i know you were chomping at the bit to talk about gameplay let's circle back dive into it man yeah and uh, costumes (laughs) yeah i agree with your costumes a lot of it was fluff and but there were some highlights, you know, I loved the Raimi suit. Yeah. Uh, so I switched to that. But I feel like for the story and the first time playing, I like to stick with the standard, you know, Peter suit that he has for this game. But there were some cool ones like Arachnite, which is apparently a mix between how they had the villain suits um, towards the bottom and the, the original black suit. I thought it was cool. But all the colors and a lot of it, they just kind of made it worse. Although for Miles' suit, I did switch to the track suit, the black, because it looked like, you know, Dolby black, as they say, (laughs) true black. And uh, I thought it looked cool with the game. I also liked how with the cutscenes, depending what suit you had, they kept it and like made it kind of make sense if you had the mask off or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a nice touch. It's not like it reverts back to that suit. You know, for a cutscene. Uh, Greg, I don't know what you... Maybe you played a different game and you got a different suit with the Adidas collab because, dude, I don't know. <laughs> we not feeling it. <laughs> you and um, everybody else, brother. <laughs> when they showed when they showed that and he's like... And Peter mentions, oh, and Miles, like, I'm going to do my own thing or whatever. He's like, yeah, you know, Miles original. I'm like, no, man. I, this is This is awful. This is a terrible suit. Like, I love the suit from the original, like, from the Miles Morales game. I, I would much rather than do something similar to, like, the Into the Spider-Verse game. Like, that that suit design. I, I just, mm-hmm. I did not, I, no. It was just too much. It just looked weird. Like, it just, with the hair, his hair sticking out, like, it didn't, I don't know. I, I just, it didn't, it looked incomplete. Oh. Like, I thought, I <clears> thought that, I, I'm, I'm not kidding, I thought something was wrong, like, my game was bugged. That he didn't have the, the rest of it on there, and I thought it was just, like, I was just really confused, and I don't like it. Oh, real quick, and I, I do not mean to hijack, but there was one point with costumes I forgot. The Brooklyn Visions side quest, when you complete that, can and I mentioned this to hands in person, how how did they know that uh, Miles is Puerto Rican, uh, that this Spider-Man is Puerto Rican? They give him a costume with a Puerto Rican flag, a Spidey costume, tailor-made for him. I, I wore that the whole game. <laughs> I love that costume. <laughs> 
Oh my I, god. Maybe they maybe they just like coincidentally like, oh, let's make him a Captain America one because of the one star. Like it can only sure. And then sure. just coincidentally, but no. That's a that's a big old plot hole. That's what that's what we call a plot hole <laughs> in the movie business. Sorry, do, Dom. No, you guys are good. I do think Miles had the better, I guess, variety because assortment. Yeah. From his first game, I loved I loved the style because it reminded me from the Spider Verse where he has like the puffy winter jacket and just a hoodie, yeah, and shorts with like the the leggings. I thought it was that's such a cool outfit to just swing through with and watch. The Spider Verse outfit looks cool, and I love how they changed the frames per second for that. It's a nice touch, but my favorite was the, the Daft Punk style Miles outfit. Oh, uh, I thought it was really cool. And where'd you go from costumes out of the gameplay? Gameplay, yeah. Yeah, the gadgets. I don't mind the gadgets. I feel like from the first game, there might have been too many, but some of them were fun to use in combination, kind of. Like with the screwball missions they made you use, and it kind of made it more worthy. Did you guys all play the DLC from the first game? I didn't. I did not. Wow. Just me. <laughs> All right. He actually um, just played. He just finished it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. locked <laughs> in. I'm locked in, man. Harry just fin- so Harry just finished the first game yesterday. He played I all said, of I gotta, them. For this pod, I gotta beat the DLC before I beat the game. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I loved. Well, Greg, you said you just did like web shooting, right? If anything, that you used for gadgets. Yeah, like I yeah on. I use the powers, but the web gadgets not so much. Yeah, I love comboing, you know, webbing them up and then just um, doing a swing kick into the wall, you know, just sticking, mm. taking care of them, moving on to the next one. It's so smooth, you know, formula from Arkham, where it works. It's nice. Uh, the parrying thing, I feel like, is weird for a Spider-Man game. Why don't you just mm. move out of the way? But, you know, it's a new element. I, you know, I wasn't too bothered by it. Uh, uh. Dude, I just want to say on my only comment on the gadgets is once I got the the Sonic bomb, I was throwing that thing left and right like that was my favorite. <laughs> well, I yeah, probably I, at the end. No, anytime anything venom. If it look, I don't even know if it was like a, a regular guy look like if it looked like some venom related Sonic bomb. Like I was just throwing them oh, yeah. like crazy. That's all I was doing. It was, yeah, it was amazing. That- Peter and Miles get a pistol, you know, because that thing's so OP. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been great if you're just Spider-Man just going around just mowing people down with that taser gun. You're First like, person pew, shooter. Pew, pew. Yeah. But you just came um, up with a good game. The one gadget that brings them all together, I think, is so good. And then you just use Miles' chain lightning or, like, one yeah. of the L1 circle where it goes up and slams down. Just, like, yeah, it's so satisfying like that. Even with the venom, oh, the venom abilities. I feel like we didn't even talk about it. Like when you first get them, it looks so cool. When one of the ability unlocks, skill unlocks is it's unlimited amount of enemies. You can like chain grab with your arms and throw them yeah. down, and you see like six to ten like venom tentacles come out of Peter and just like slam them down. Yeah, they did a really cool job with with that. Um, like you said, Greg, you liked the abilities using those. Mm-hmm. And I like how they took a suitability from the first game and made it complete with Peter with the um, spider arms. And they made it like part of the gameplay. Yeah. Um, I thought this is probably the best open world game to swing through, to move around, to traverse. 
uh, some people out there, you know, are like to be purists and just swing and not use the web wings. I think web wings combined, it's so nice, satisfying, especially when you're jumping off a really tall building, you have nothing to swing onto. Great, great addition. You look when you're crossing the bridge. go try it tomorrow. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) When you're crossing the bridge and you see the water and everything, the water looks so nice from far away. I think they really did the city and like the architecture graphically well. Mm Mm-hmm. And no, I mean, for gameplay. Oh, and then the difficulty. I just feel like some of these bosses, um, the Venom fight at the end it took a little bit to adjust to Whew. with the, the, the parry and, and everything. And I, li- I like some challenge, but um, I'm glad that they have difficulty options, you know. Uh, some people just want to play the game, you know, play the story, and and I. But I think it's definitely <laughs> a, a, the harder Spider-Man game out of the other ones. And yeah, uh, I'll pass it on yeah. to you, Hans. Um, no, I mean, just in terms of the gameplay, I I I feel like I like this definitely a lot more. I feel like this flowed a lot better than the than the first. It, it is very similar to the first one and Miles Morales, but I just I I had more fun with the combat with this. Like I said, once I got that sonic bomb, I was going nuts with that. And and once it is a lot. There are there is a lot because it's you. Not only do you have like Venom powers or or Spider powers, but you also have the gadget. So there's a lot of combinations and Dom to your like to what you had mentioned. There's a lot of combinations that you can do with your powers and the gadgets and everything, and and you can just have fun with it and. I, it's it got to the point where you know early in the game when I'm getting bombarded by like 20 different enemies and then I it gets better a couple hours later when you realize what each thing once you start upgrading everything so I thought the combat was it, it's very Arkham Arkham inspired um, I mean that's no secret I had you know I felt like when I first played Spider-Man I was playing an Arkham game um, but it just it, it flowed it felt it felt it it I didn't have a hard time jumping back in because I didn't play Miles Morales since it's been like two years and I didn't go back and replay it, but it, it it was, it wasn't difficult to get the controls. There was just a lot to kind of remember. Um, there was a lot where I'm trying to, like, it took me a bit to figure out what button did what, but once, once you get it, it is like, you can have so much fun in, in, in combat with this. And even the gameplay with like sneaking around and doing, you know, some of the, the silent takedowns and, and just using the environment as, as, as your weapon and you you know just when you're going and how you're strategizing how you're taking down a, a base or whatever um they definitely did improve it from from the first two games um and you know hopefully they can they touch it up even more for the next one but um you know i thought it was great uh for the suits i i, I don't get wrapped up too much in that i'm just glad that you don't have to pay for them um so that's that's mm. normally this this would be this is like EA's uh, would be their uh, their heaven. God, they'd be salivating, dude. They they they. I'd buy stock in them because you'd have to buy every single suit for like five bucks. Um, so it's it's rare that I was listening to. I forget what 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 podcast I was listening to, but they one of the things they talked about with this was um, or it was a game channel. They were talking about how rare it is that that microtransactions are not in games, and with Spider Man, that's one of the. It's it's something that isn't. It's more of an older old school type of gaming so i'm glad that you know that happened they, please that, continue that, that. yeah please because i'm yeah. not i'm not spending, i'm not i'm not buying a special edition for for a special 
um, whatever suit from a some some suit from a, a, a the twelfth edition of of Spider Man with Venom or something in it. Like no, sorry. Um, yeah, but that doesn't really bother me. I usually play with the same five suits. Cool. You want to give me more to unlock? That's great. You want to make me do Brooklyn Visions mi- uh, missions to give me a dumb suit? Uh, yeah, sure. That's great. I like I'm that not, one. I'm never gonna wear it. So cool. Um, you literally get but, forced into it. You change yeah, right but, away. You, you change it right away, man. Yeah, they nah. strip it down and put it on you. Yeah, nah, wasn't a fan. <laughs> they pull off your mask and you're like, wait. <laughs> All right, good. We we did get the, we got the right flag. We told you. We told you it was you know it was a Puerto Rican flag. That's good. I would have preferred it. the mascot costume. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah, yeah. That would have been great. That would have been unique. Yeah. So. No, but yeah, I mean, overall with the gameplay, I was happy with it. Uh, it definitely was an improvement for Miles and um, Spider-Man One. So hopefully they they keep that formula and do a little more. Um, the gliding was great. If you want to platinum this game, you have to know how to glide because one of the um, the things is you have to glide from like one side of the map to the other so yeah that was a nice little touch i i did find myself like just just maybe for like 10 15 minutes just gliding for no absolutely no reason i don't it's because it looked fun yeah i mean listen the web wings i think are one of the best things ever introduced into the series uh it just flows so perfectly the wind tunnels uh work so well with it uh 10 out of 10 notes on that for me uh, the suits we we've talked about this with uh, with Jedi Fallen Order or uh, Survivor or whatever it is. Uh, I'm not a fan of changing your character or you know putting in different stuff. What I enjoy about Spider Man is is that in the cutscenes it always looks just as good no matter what suit you're really wearing. Um, for the most part, although I don't change it too much. Uh, similar to you guys, I'm like kind of a one to two suit three suit guy i don't really get too crazy i did really enjoy in miles last game the cat suit uh, or the cat uh carrying around the cat so yeah i gotta switch to that when i go to through my casual playthrough that cat could like attack and finishers and yeah in the miles that, yeah. game and yeah in this one it it doesn't i feel like because they did oh. bring it back oh sorry interesting that's fine <laughs> i don't really care um i mean i'll still wear it uh, as far as the gameplay is concerned, again, I, I mentioned it a little bit early on in the beginning, but it's just such a, it's not an intimidating playthrough, you know, especially for a PlayStation game, you know, uh, especially I, we, Dom and I have mentioned the game horizon, uh, where half the time you end up going through missions or you're going through challenges and then you get finished and you're like, that was hard. And you look around and there's stuff that you could have utilized that you didn't. Um, maybe that's just because I'm an idiot, not a good planner. Um, but you know, I enjoyed all the gadgets. I feel like they improved. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if in the you know future games. I know they haven't done this, but like, I don't really need you to unlock like, or if I have to choose if I'm using my health or my damage, you know, like you can just kind of tick that up for me. Um, I don't really need you to allow me to pick it. Um, same thing with the you know, hey, if I only have one venom thing unlocked or one you know uh spider arms thing unlocked and you know i need to work to get the other one i wouldn't be upset with that either but um there were you know swinging around some of the grindy stuff uh you know but i liked hearing chests through your controller you know when you would swing by those or the spider bots would make noises especially because they weren't on the big map so you had to use the mini map 
um, and also kind of listen a little bit, which I thought was a great utilization of of kind of using the controller. You know, swinging with the webs and the trigger effects. You know, we didn't even mention that, but that's a super cool. Um, they really have just you know nailed this down since the first game, and you know for the for the stuff that we were a little bit either nitpicky on or very comic booky on. Uh, some of us, um, mainly Greg, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a huge amount of pluses where, you know, even if he, you know, even if my wife never played this game, I feel like she could jump in a little bit and not feel overwhelmed or my 10 year old nephew could jump into this game and not feel 100 percent overwhelmed. Maybe the difficulty has got to be on low, but the you know, you don't have to hold L1 hit square twice hit triangle and hit X to do the finishing move. It's like you press square, you hold L1, you press square, you, you know, you jump with that. Like there's a lot of things that are just simplified, which allows for a casual gamer, a hardcore gamer, um, you know, to chain things better to just, you know, like we talked about just jumping into the first thing and it's a huge mission um, and just kind of just, it's like riding a bike and you get to do that in this game too, which, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I I can't uh, talk about it enough. I will say though, some of the in, as far as gameplay, some of the camera angles during like sit down conversations or the walkthrough conversations was absolutely atrocious. Um, and some of the dialogue in that I thought was absolutely atrociously bad and just felt very like read off a script. Um, I think in a lot of cutscenes the the voice acting is good, but. I remember at the Coney Island, you like sit down and talk to MJ or you could do that at a point. And the camera is literally like facing your back and you can't rotate it like anywhere. And I'm just like, what am I doing? Like this, we're just, it it didn't make sense to me, but you know, those are just some uh, other gameplay visual uh, nitpicks that I had. Got you. Um, Okay. So I guess, probably start wrapping this up with any any other points uh or just thoughts um for me i will say i think this has a perfect trophy system it took me around 30 hours to complete the game preach preach king yeah none of the trophies were super difficult um all easy to understand i will say other than story related trophies it does drive me nuts when there are hidden trophies that aren't story related. Um, like there's no need for that. Just make them all transparent except story ones. I can see a reason for hiding those. Like, like go to run the bases around a, uh, yeah, the like, stadium, which you would never figure out unless you looked at the hints or the. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But other than that, yeah. Trophy system. Great. Uh, I am going to save my score and my ranking until we all go through. Well, actually, no, I mean, we'll, we'll just, we'll tie everything up. Uh, I'm going to say for me, this was probably third of the three Spider-Man games. Um, uh, yeah, I think, I think the gameplay is phenomenal. Um, looks great. Minus the, the CG. It's just, the story stuff like it really did not grab me and and again they made some really head scratching decisions for me i think if i had to choose a top game i'd probably hesitantly put spider-man one as as the top game but honestly i liked miles more i just wish it was longer uh if miles was the same length as spider-man one miles morales would be easy number one for me um 
overall, I give this a 3.5 out of 5. Again, probably low, um, especially considering it's a game of the year candidate. But, uh, but man, the story Drink your stuff. your man. Yeah, it's just the story stuff didn't grab me. Uh, I'm going to do a couple quick predictions or things that I think would be cool for the next game or games. Um, I think they should do another mini game the way they did Miles Morales and tie up the Into the Spider-Verse stuff there. Hear me out. Uh, So let's add in a third playable character. In addition to Peter and Miles, we can have Ghost Spider, a.k.a. Spider-Gwen. Have that. You can make Manhattan... Uh, you can reuse the same model, but put a new skin on it to make it like a futuristic or alternate universe, Manhattan, or uh, just New York city in general. Ooh. Uh, and then let's tie up the loose ends from this spider bot collecting game. And also how does the Sony Spider-Man get involved in, you know, the, the into the spider verse universe. So I think that'd be a fun little mini game where, you know, it's just a couple simple reskins, a shorter story, and let's let's tie it in. Why not? Um, for the next game, I think we're definitely going to see Green Goblin. I know that's that one's not a stretch and Carnage. Uh, but I also think we might get Red Goblin, which in the comics is when Norman Osborn takes the Carnage symbiote and he becomes basically the ultimate bad guy. Uh, I think both of those storylines, I think Green Goblin and and Carnage will both happen, and then it'll merge into uh, to Red Goblin. Uh, we might see more of Doc Ock. That was kind of hinted at also. Same thing with Chameleon. I think, I think we'll get Silk, because that was also hinted at. Uh, she's another spider-powered character. I think we're going to get Peter working at Horizon Labs, uh, which was one of his jobs in the comics. He's basically a uh, scientist in a think tank, comes up with different gadgets, uses that to help make gadgets for his career as Spider-Man as well. Um, I I wish we would get a Maximum Carnage story, but I feel like the time for that has passed, especially with the way that they're making carnage in this game uh there's just there's other stories that they could tell and i don't see them revisiting that uh as far as villains bring back lizard let me get some of the shed storyline where he eats his son in the comics that's phenomenal um we can also get swarm who is a just insane sea level villain but he's basically a nazi made up of living bees uh, so that's pretty cool. Yes, on that. <laughs> um, Hydro Man, Molten Man, Morbius, the Spider Spli- Spider Slayers, Spot Freaks, and Eater Jack Jack O' Lantern. Those are all some great villains that have not been used that that we could see. And also, there's Kane. And this kind of, this thought kind of occurred to me while we were actually recording. But I'm wondering if, like, uh, Hans, have you played Kingdom Hearts two? Years and years ago. Okay. Dom, I know you have hair. You probably have not. No, it's a hard pass. Okay. So the first part of the game, you don't play as the main character. You actually spend a couple hours playing as a completely different character that ties in later in the game. 
in the comics, especially in the 90s, and I promise that that will be the last time I say that. Um, Don't hold your breath. There, there's a whole cadre of, of clones of Spider-Man that were created, and at one point, the clone... The main clone, Ben Riley, um, he thinks he's the real Spider-Man, and our Peter Parker thinks he's the clone, and they actually swap lives uh, for a time being. Dude, let's get the clones involved. Start off the game, do the first two hours, and then carpet's pulled out under you. You find out you're a clone, and you've been attacking the real Spider-Man. Get the Jackal involved and have him, the Jackal's the guy that created the clones, have him bankrolled by Norman Osborn. And this is a way to sabotage Peter's life. Like, let's get some of that in there, too. I think that could be really cool. Uh, And one other pie-in-the-sky idea, but there was a storyline called Spider Island, and a a virus was released that gave everybody on the island uh and it was spread by um bed bugs <laughs> but it gave everybody on the island that was bitten by a bed bug um spider-man's powers and he had all these people swinging around manhattan doing damage because they didn't know how to control their stuff and spider-man had to kind of like rally the troops to fight the bad guys Let's make that a game, dude. Like, I want to see random civilians having to stop them with spider powers because they're getting out of control. Help them swing along. It doesn't have to be the next game, but, you know, something down the line. Or even make it uh, an MMO and, you know, you can customize your own character. Doubt that'll happen, but just uh, interesting stuff. All right. Make it an MMA. Hans, you want to say something? No. Yeah. Um, MMA. <laughs> no. Just, just last, just uh, you know, from some final thoughts. Uh, you know, in terms of yeah. villains, yeah, definitely keep it. I, I think Green Goblin, Doc Ock. If they include Carnage, that's great. Um, you know, like we kind of said a couple times, it, if it's a DLC, that that's cool. Um, I, I agree with just adding a little more, um, unknown villains. I think that's always fun because you can have some fun with them. I know, like even Warm. if they include like the the Sput Swarm. The Nazi B guy. Put even like the <laughs> spot. Best. Like put I, I I guess you don't want to put the spot in there because you have the Spider-Verse stuff going on right now. But I mean I think that'd be fun. You can have fun with that. Um I don't know. I, I think it's cool. Like even if you put even flesh out some of like the, the side missions like Mysterio, like you do with Mysterio, just, except don't make him a good guy at the end and you know, <laughs> make him sympathetic because I don't know, whatever. Um I, I think there is a lot of a lot of possibilities to like kind of like moving forward. Just hopefully they just don't like flub it and, and make it hopefully I just want a good game. I maybe put maybe put a, a couple more heroes in there because this this dude these two can't do it all themselves. Like let's just someone's well, gotta show up. I think you're gonna get it's your so- uh, wish. You got MJ. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. At <gasps> this point MJ's gonna get like MJ's gonna get her screen powers back and she's gonna be a good guy. Christ. Gonna be screaming. She's gonna call whisper. Well, that's, that's a whole other thing too. Is like, well, what happens to Peter's powers? Are they staying gone? Like, I don't know. We'll <laughs> yeah. find out. He's still sure. got any venom in them. I don't know. Maybe Mister uh, Negative sucked it out of him. Um, any other thoughts? Score no. ranking? I give us. Uh, well, I give it a four two five. I, I think out of ranking, it's the my it's the it's by my favorite out of the three. Um. But I really have been wanting to go back and play one and Miles Morales. But right now, maybe it's just the high of it. I think as of right now, it's probably not my game of the year, but it's just a close second. Um, but we'll Behind? See. 
I'd probably say right now Final Fantasy 16. Um, but it's uh, I don't know. I, I think by the time all said and done, I'm, I still have a couple games that I'm working on that that might that might Crack have a possibility of taking that over. Yeah, Lawnmower Simulator. <laughs> yeah, Power yeah we, got, we got we got Power Wash Simulator coming out. We coming out in a it's couple days. Deck. I cannot wait. I haven't I haven't told Catherine the good news about that yet. Uh, should be all right. All right, hey, Hannah, Hannah, what about you? Take two. Yeah, um, I mean, we really entered population nerdville um, over here with some of Greg's uh, zany. I, I don't know. He's got more villains in in the next game and the future games than we got in this game. So uh, I'm looking to trim that. Um, I did enjoy the uh, the cutscenes. I don't know if we really kind of talked about them here, mm. uh, but the reveal that there's a possible another, I guess, spider spider girl. Um, so with uh, what's her face? Cindy Moon. That's Cindy, her name. Yeah, I was gonna say Cindy oh. Lou Who, but um, I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> um, That's fine. And then uh, the other the other cutscene with um, shoot, why why am I forgetting it? I literally just played it. Uh, Yo, lot Doc Ock and and, uh, and Norman. Yeah, yeah. Like, I w- am I under the assumption that Doc Ock was dead at the end of the last game? <laughs> am I, I wrong? Uh, too, but yeah that that kind of that kind of I don't want to say pissed me off, but like that annoyed me. It's <laughs> like you're taking away. Well, like this is the problem with a lot of content. It's like you do this stuff where you have this emotional moment where Peter like gets you know he has to you know, kill his mentor and like uh, weighs heavy on him. And it's like, psych, uh, he's revealing with Norm. Like, I don't need him to talk to Norman about this or have some, you know, crap about this, but whatever. And by um, the way, he knows who Spider-Man is, but he's just been keeping that to himself for yeah, however long. He's just been, he's been locked up. There. He's I mean, writing that, <laughs> the final act. I can't wait till, yeah, whatever that meant. I don't know. We're not going back to nerd corner, Greg. I'm sorry. We're not doing it. Um, but like, the other thing is, is like Norman, like he must have bad vision because like a bad hearing or something. I don't, he, whatever, man, get get your stuff together. A um, couple final notes for me that I either forgot to talk about in my notes really quick. Uh, I don't know why teacher, why uh, Peter applied to be a teacher. That's probably the dumbest idea, um, especially at a high school, like maybe college where it's like you can just kind of leave class and all the kids will like not care. Uh, bad move by you, Pete. Um we got to talk really quick. Uh, our show notes here um, have about 622 words. Uh, Miles' college essay was a 500-word college essay. Lock in, my guy. Like, I don't know <laughs> what your problem is that you can't figure out a 500-word essay. Uh, maximum, it looked like. Uh, but come on, dude. Like, lock in, dude. It doesn't – It you know, I know the, the city needs you, but write it down, my dude. Uh the Dance Dance Revolution Miles DJ scene, uh, absolutely get rid of it. Uh, I was awful. Oh, I love that. I missed that. every note. I did not do well. Um, everybody was, like, standing in the club. I looked like Ninja on New Year's Eve, just kind of asking, like, people to get hype. And I, I was missing all the notes. Uh, absolutely awful. Um, I think that was it as far as uh, – oh, one one other quick thing. I wanted a little bit more of a difference with Peter with the black suit. I know he kind of becomes more quieter, but like I would have enjoyed it if there was maybe some missions during that time that would have really reflected that. Obviously, they have the Danica pod, the Danapod or uh, Danica pod, where she kind of talks about like he's different or like this doesn't seem like the Spider-Man I know. I would have liked to have played more through that. I think a lot about The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. 
um, with with Ellie um, at a certain point in that game where she becomes more reserved, a lot more quiet um, with you and, and kind of the change there. But, I mean, listen, we can't have everything in the game. Um, and maybe it might be a hot take. I kind of hated the Venom thugs where they're just different colors and they do different abilities. Uh, not a huge fan of that. Um, Evens it. And I mentioned something about the score with uh, Craven. Uh, absolutely sick score. I really enjoyed it when you had the Spider-Man black suit and you were almost coming to the cusp of becoming Venom. That kind of score change as you're going through the city. Uh, absolutely sick. Um, yeah, four stars. Um, you can maybe bully me into a 4.25 if you want me to get you know technical with it. Um, I really enjoyed this. I really go back to the original as kind of maybe my favorite just because of how much of a game changer this was that was and not to say that this isn't so there, there's kind of becoming a way to me where like you know not the you know there's a lot of sports games that come out and you know we talk about call of duty or i talked about call of duty a little bit where it's like it's kind of just a repeat of the previous with additional changes and you know like i said there's little additions of this one with the web wings some of the combat stuff um is a little bit different uh you know and i just I listen. If they make another, like I said, if they make another ten of these, I'm buying them. Like I'm, I'm snatching them up. I'm there. I'm jumping in. Maybe not day one, like you nerds, but I'm in there. I'm playing. You know, up until we record the next pod on it. But uh, I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the story just needs to be a little bit better for me. You know, maybe a little bit more. I really enjoy when the when it gets a little grounded. Uh, I know we've talked a little bit about the side missions, but. Uh, you know, I don't know. These, these are hard to rank. They're so good. But like, if, if we're getting nitpicky, I, I think I might prefer the first one as, as the end all, but, um, Dom, I'll throw it to you for some final thoughts. Um, as our man yeah. on the man on the street and in, in this sense of, of loving the Spider-Man game and bullying us all to play it and get on here and talk about it. You, you, we'll, we'll send you the Venmo, uh, money for, for this. So don't worry about it. Thanks, sir. Um, so I just want to spitfire some Easter eggs. I feel like we didn't really mention them. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, like, um, Fisk Towers is now becoming the Baxter building, which I think is pretty cool. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys like went to it. You could see the rooftop. They're painting the four. I went um, to it. I didn't realize that was Fisk Tower. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you can Wakanda forever as Miles at the embassy. Yeah. Um, Avengers chat, uh, Tower has been in the games. Greg, you made a good point earlier. Like, where's everyone at when, uh, you know, uh, New York is Venom Land? Um, <laughs> if the Brooklyn Zoo has Craven's Tiger there, I think you can interact with it. Oh, oh interesting. interesting. That's pretty cool. Um, I love how the random street crimes you would do, and another hero might be there to help you. And you yes. can interact with Miles and do the pointing meme, which I think is pretty. Yeah, after doing nice touch. Um, Pete's room. He attended Pym Science Camp. I thought that was a interesting name drop. And yeah, those are just some that stick out to the top of my head. The air tricks I think are always cool, where Peter does like the Rubik's cube. Get rid of it. Like it took me time to like find a t- tall enough place to like finish it. <laughs> because <laughs> I'd always crash. Oh, the fall damage is insane. I don't know if you guys messed around with the loop-de-loop traversal. No. Oh, yeah, um, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, if you got fall damage and you're going, like, 90 miles an hour and you land on, like, the ledge of a building, it is brutal. 
with the fall damage, the way they make it look. Um, for So this game, I think... Oh, and another nice touch, I think, where I feel like they could have went more in-depth with it, but Miles and Peter, where you can choose either one of them to do missions yeah, and have a different interaction, because I started a replay. I don't think it's too too much different, but it would have been cool to be different. Um, I know you can go as each of them to the graves and interact with, you know, Aunt May and Jeff Davis and all them. I think Finn and Rick are also there, if you can find them. Um, so it's like a nice touch. Uh, this game, I think, I don't know where I would rank it. I think it's the best gameplay with the swinging and traversal and and everything like that. But I think the story's the weakest out of all of them. For sure. Um, cause I, I replayed, you know, I was really hyped for this and I replayed the first game with the DLCs and miles and it was, it was really, uh, I had a blast playing them again and going through it and, uh, doing all the even side quests. Um, I think that, uh, the length was fine. Like you said, Greg, the trophy system yeah. was good. It's fine. I'm glad that you don't have to like grind out crimes in each sector to like hundred percent it. Um, that's nice for possible spinoffs. Uh, I heard the voice actor for Venom said they only used like twenty percent of his lines or something. So, oh wow! But who knows? You know that could have all been on the cutting room floor. Well, uh, I was we are Venom. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> we I are. Know that. Uh, Insomniac, the next thing they're doing is a Wolverine game. And I know that it's confirmed it's in the same universe as the Spider-Man games are. So kind of interested. I'm not dying for them to collab, but it's something to think about. Green Goblin's a good guess. Carnage, I would say as well. I kind of hope they upgrade him from side missions to main story. That'd be cool. Like you said, Greg, a lot of potential. Uh, and yeah, I guess I'll end it with my score. I, I'll give, I really liked this game. I enjoyed it a lot. There's things to pick apart about, but the things I think we picked out the most that we were picky with was the story and the choices and, and things like that. But, you know, sequels are hard to do and to perfect. So, but everything else, I had a blast playing through it and kind of wanted more where the first game you had DLC following up a couple months after, and then you had miles a couple years later. And with game development time, you know, who knows when we'll see the next one. Um, so it's kind of like, that's where you're itching for more. I would say with the game length where people kind of want, want it more. Uh, but yeah, I give it same as hands four and a quarter, the classic Papa spice letterbox style. Nice. Review. <laughs> Love it. Or you write it in. Like a <laughs> voter's ballot. And, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Are we doing a roundup for closing comments, I guess? Um, yeah, we'll do that shortly. Dom, you, you are, uh, I think, probably the most in the know of us in terms of gamers. Have they... And I know the game has just been out, but like, has Insomniac 
said anything about, yeah, we are going to do DLC down the line for this or. No, they haven't. Um, I know the creative director said uh, they're waiting on player feedback. If people want Hmm. something, you know, they might do. I think a lot of fans have talked about Venom DLC, which I think is the most, um, you know, low-hanging fruit because they actually made him playable in it. Right. Um, Or maybe they just do miles, you know? Some take place after the game and clean things up. Who knows? But I think... I don't know. I hope they do because I feel I understand game development is crazy and if companies aren't getting enough earnings, they're laying employees off. So, you know, Insomniac is pretty, has been pretty top tier. So, you know, if not, and the sales did crazy for this. So, yeah, um, I hope there is, but no, there's nothing official yet. So. Okay, cool. Well, I hope, uh, I hope they do. And I hope it's not Venom, <laughs> but you know, if it is, uh, who knows, I might still take it. Um, all right. Well, that is the show. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in, for listening. I know there's something a little different for us, for us, but we were happy to have you along for the ride. Thank you so much to Dom for being our guest. Dom, anything Thanks, Dom. for the peeps? Hey, everyone. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks, uh, you know, the Papa fam for having me. Everyone's been welcoming. Of course. Uh, thanks for being patient with my looseness. Uh, you know, I feel like, uh, I'm competing. I'm not competing, but I'm, uh, standing next to oh. masters of podcasting. Oh my here. God. <laughs> and, uh, tripping over standing. my words, trying to, you know, years Come back of practice. Time, Dom. Come back anytime. Belt. You're amongst yeah. broadcasting giants. Yeah. <laughs> Just no, yeah. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, I really hope everyone enjoys the show. I enjoy the show, yeah. other episodes, so it's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you. We're, thank we're you, like the thank channel, you, thank that, you again. The, the news crew from Anchorman. That's, a, that's a, our, equi- <laughs> our equivalent. Uh, well, who's the brick? I'm not brick. Probably. Hands, anything for the peeps? No, Dom, thanks for thanks for jumping on it. We don't talk video games a lot, but... Um, you know, we have we have our group chats and, and are always bouncing ideas off of and suggestions, but it was good to good to for you to come on and kinda we don't really we haven't really dove into our group chats of how we feel about this. So glad to see where you are, um, get your insight. But um yeah, outside everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um and dealing with my cough drop stuff today, um, or at least earlier. Um, but you know, we're wrapping up we're wrapping up twenty twenty three. It's crazy. Um, so, you know, upcoming, we could see what, what are some of our favorites of the year were favorite trailer, Madam Webb. Jeez Sorry. Louise. What a, I'm gonna, what a, my, my goal, my goal is to put at least one or two Madam Webb references in oh, every episode God. moving forward oh, until release. Yeah. I'm going to hide them little by well, little. I was going to say hot takes with, uh, Harry yeah. and Tom. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, for for hands made the point. I don't think we've talked about it in the group chat, probably because of me. So sorry for that. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, you go, finished it. You finished the game. Wild now. Fourteen yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I got a cutscene. I'll be right back. Give me a second. Um, Harry's wife was playing with for him. She flirted yeah. the last two hours, so he has no idea what happened at yeah. the end. 
<laughs> yeah, I gotta fix. I gotta. I'm down a controller because she got so fed up that she uh, said I can't do this. I want. Um, I want to look at your search, your YouTube search history. It says Spider Man NC. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, man. <laughs> it does not say that. Um, but no, thanks so much for listening, Dom. Uh, thanks for thanks for throwing this idea out there for it. Um, you know, I mean, I, I Greg mentioned this isn't exactly our purview all the time, but uh, this is definitely in the world of, of Marvel and for nerd culture for Greg to get on his soapbox and uh shout loud and proud um but yeah i'm happy we got a chance to play it i'm happy we got a chance to talk about it we we're all aligned with that and uh yeah i can't wait for the for the next episode uh as, as we get to the end of the year here mm. well said all right well thank you everyone be safe stay warm and make sure you always live spicy